Hello, everybody, Hi. and welcome to the Grim Cash Podcast, episode 110. I'm Something your host, like Levi, joined by Chris. Hi. Lex. Hello. Adar. Hi. And Adrian. I'm back, kind of. So kind of. Temporarily. I temporarily. I, I was like kind of sick at work today, so they sent me home. Yeah. When uh, When's your next one going to be, you think? Uh, so officially, uh, I should be getting Thursdays off. Not next week, not the week after, but the week after that. So in three weeks. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I'll be gone for probably another two episodes. And Ooh. then, yeah, I'm here. Cringer based. Oh, Number shit. one, pickles. Pickles? Gross. The most based shit. I'm from Israel. We love that shit. We exist on pickles back in Israel. I fucking swear. Such a good snack, too. Just grabbing a pickle. Somebody fucking tells me that they don't like pickles. I tell them they wouldn't survive five minutes in Israel. Yeah. This is not a this is not a joke. I tell people this. Anytime after a meal that someone's like, "Hey, anyone want my pickle?" That's me. I want. Pickle. Yeah, I Give want me it. Give pickle. me it. American pickles are garbage, for the record. What? American American pickles are garbage. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. Garbage yeah. pickle is still pretty tough. Garbage here. pickle. You want to talk about garbage? <laughs> garbage pickle. You know what my favorite pickle is? What? In the jar, the ones that are sliced up for like hamburgers. Get out of here. Hamburgers. Please. Get the fuck the out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pick, pick. Nah, bro. Pickle chips can die. Nah, I bro. Know. I fucking love those things. Oh, but no. Some fried pickles, man. Yes. Okay, yeah, that's. Fried that, pickles work. Yeah, okay. How about some uh, what are, what are they called? Honey? Are they honey butter? Oh, those guys. Has it been a while since I've eaten one? You mean bread and butter? Bread and butter, yeah. Yeah. Those like fuck. Bread and butter pickles. Specifically yep. on a ham sandwich. Oh hell yeah, dude. They work. Yeah. Yeah. That's the next one. Timothy Chalamet. Who? Uh, okay. Mm. Does anyone even know who this is? Yeah, I know him. I don't. I, he's the he was for most recent uh, activity. He's the main character in that Dune movie that came out. Oh, you mean that movie I still haven't seen? Yeah, I haven't seen it either. <laughs> I want to see it. But Timothy Chalamet has a contested place. I will say for me, I, I'm gonna say base because I don't think there's anything wrong with him. But there's so many people who either think he's the hottest guy out there or think he's the ugliest dude in existence. Schroeder's heart hotness. I guess. Uh, give me, give me a second. I guess he's a <laughs> fine actor. So, like, based. I guess. <laughs> I would say not hottest by any no. means. No, he's fine. <laughs> uh. He just has that. I'm just gonna look. go exclusively based on looks because I don't think I've ever seen anything that he's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, based, I guess. Not my type, but based. He's I like, guess. right? Not. I'm sorry, Timothy, but he's like a worse looking like Adam Driver. I think. Y- yeah. And Adam Driver isn't like the most handsome guy. You shut your fucking mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> look. He's handsome, but he's not at the top of my list. Okay, up next, Adele. Okay, I love her singing, so based yeah, for me. So, yeah. <laughs> so do I. She's literally I such an amazing singer. Like, 
as a queer, I feel like I'd be betraying my. Okay, I, I didn't. I didn't put her on this list for any reason, but didn't she just have like a new album come out? Yeah. Uh, and, yes. You know, every every six years. Yeah. Yeah. Every six years, something has to come out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a single. Yeah. Every six years, a single. Drops. All the single ladies. <laughs> I mean, but it's always. I mean, it helps and that she's always, already always super good famous. Yeah, it's always. Good. I mean, what was the last one? Fucking the Skyfall um, opening. 2016. Uh, yeah. uh, Skyfall is a fucking banger. Hello. <laughs> that was loud. That was, <laughs> that was very loud. <laughs> yeah, Don't that was forget nice. rolling in the deep. That shit was dude everywhere. That's still like twelve. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My favorite Adele song is still one of her earlier ones, which is the Chasing Pavement song. That's a good one. That's such a good song. My God, especially the video. Video is cool. Yeah. Going from one artist to another. Up next, we have Limp Biscuit. <laughs> they dropped a new album. I forgot. <laughs> I listened to like three songs, and I'm like, cringe. "Yep, that's Limp Biscuit, all right." Very, very cringe. I'll say cringe. My God, cringe, Limp- but also bass, but cringe at the same. It's it's hard. Yeah, no, hard. no, exactly right. It's like it's cringe, every, but bass. Everything like, about. They're so cringe that they're based. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Their whole purpose is to be cringe. And I think what makes cringe cringe typically, uh, speaking on like actual cringeness, is that if you're trying to do something but failing miserably at it, but because they're trying so hard to be cringe and succeeding, it's hard. It's, it's, so... it, it's a paradox. Yeah. The Limp Biscuit paradox. Oh shit, Fuck Fred Durst though. <laughs> yeah, fucking, sure. fucking trademark that. What? The, the Limp Biscuit paradox. paradox. The Limp Biscuit. We got a podcast title, motherfuckers. <laughs> is that what we're calling it now? Anytime something is so cringe that it's based. Yeah. <laughs> Limp Biscuit. All right. Paradox. All right. There we go. We did it. We have a phrase now. And finally, <laughs> Thanksgiving. Cringe. Conceptually cringe. Yes. Cringe. Yeah. See, right. I have. I have multiple reasons to call it cringe. Yeah, I also Namely, just hate most of my family, so yeah. cringe. <laughs> me, it's cringe because I. I'm American. I, I don't give a like fuck. Turkey, like you know, that, that's you don't just know. Me. Yeah, I don't like turkey. That's just me. Also, the, ba- the basis behind Thanksgiving is cringe, and Thanksgiving yeah. is a very hard time for me now, especially because yeah. of personal reasons and death uh, in my life that right. happened. Um on thanksgiving so it is right. a cringe holiday in general for me yeah. i like I, the month of november but i just don't like thanksgiving that's the one bad thing about there's it. only uh, i too obviously like like the month of november fuck christopher columbus yeah yeah the only <laughs> like the turkey like your generals the turkey the mashed potatoes are like whatever it's when mm-hmm. you get to the fun sides Right. It gets yeah, good. side dishes are the important part of of thanksgiving so right. that sweet potato casserole I put Thanksgiving up there with uh, with the other holidays I don't particularly celebrate, but I will still eat the food, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like uh, Christmas or my birthday. I'll still eat the food. I just don't care about celebrating anything right. else. Right. Like, it's just it's whatever. <laughs> I learned something. It was from TikTok. So, uh, as always, have a grain of salt of it with it. But... It sounds like it'd be pretty true, but when Christopher Columbus did all the shitty things he did to 
Native Americans when he first colonized and stuff. He goes back over to Spain and they were like, dude, that was really fucked up. You're going to prison. Like, bro, even for us, where we have the Spanish Inquisition and the Conquistadors, you did too much. <laughs> what I doubt it. That was just I, mean. Yeah, yeah, right? That's just raw, dude. When the country where the fucking Spanish Inquisition is sourced from thinks that you're too fucked up. Morals were tw- were <laughs> twisted back then, but they still existed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, bro. Uh. Yeah. Okay, I'll go into my week. Go for it. So I have like four mangas to talk about mm-hmm. that I've been reading over like the past month, and I just never really brought them up. Okay. If you want to check titles, they're all in Weave recommendations. I shall. Start with the first one. Oh fuck, I have to pronounce things. <laughs> oh yeah, you do. I can pronounce them for you. No, 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 no. I want to hear. I want to hear the. I want to hear Levi say this. All right. Somato Kabushi Kigaishi Gaisha, whatever. So this is like a horror manga, sort of. Yeah. Ooh. So there's this facility that when you enter, it will show you your entire life. This lady pulls out some DVDs and you play them one by one. Mm-hmm. It is every moment of your life up to death. Oh my God. So for instance, the first one to explain it, this man goes there because I believe his uh, wife and daughter are dead and he's just sad. And you learn while he's watching through it that he once killed a woman Turns out she didn't die. Oh, no. And so he asked for her tapes. Uh-oh. Because when he he pushed her off a cliff at some point, he's like, oh, and then you can watch anyone else's as well. So he starts watching hers. I bet she stopped. And then, exactly. And then you see the fall off the cliff, and then it keeps going. <laughs> oh. I bet she stalks him for the rest of his life, doesn't he? Kills or his her. daughter. Kills his wife. Stop talking. And then no, this is the there's like 20 short stories. This yeah, is the I, first I one. I know, but I don't care. I'm no, I'm gonna finish it. You you can finish this one, but okay. I don't care. Uh, yeah. I'm not so listening. and how it ends is as he's watching the video. Wait, wait. He gets to the end of the video of this girl's life, right? And it's her looking at him in that room. Mm. It's the lady he's talking. And he turns around and she's looking through the window. That's amazing. And yeah, it's these, just these DVDs update in real time. Yes, actually. That's no, I don't. That's fucking. Imagine you're looking at the fucking like newest part of your of your latest DVD, and so you just do that fucking like mirror to mirror thing while staring at the TV. But it's just, it's a bunch of short stories about that kind I of stuff. I know what I'm reading in its entirety tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm only about halfway through that one. Let's see. Next one I'm all caught up on. Kimi no Okasan wa Boku no Kurasai. So, college student working a part-time job. Mm-hmm. Hits on a co-worker. Yep. He's like, yo, let's get married. Uh-huh. And she's like... As nah. you do. 
You're a fucking college student working a part-time job. I have a son to take care of. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) You are not doing nearly well enough in life. Like, no offense to you, but I I need, like, an actual person to help support. She needs a real man. Literally. And then then from there, it's just him trying real hard, huh? Yes. There we go. And it's very wholesome. I like that. I like it when it's this and it's not like 15-year-old boy wants to marry 31-year-old woman with six kids. Mm-hmm. I like this more than that. <laughs> okay. Fuck. Man Stop. could literally be dating her daughter and it, nobody would question anything, but he goes for the mother instead because Japan. Felt that. And then at some point, he has to start take care of, uh, taking care that of his going. niece. Like he, yeah, he has to start taking care of his niece, and then they start doing play dates with the kids, and it's just cute shit. Nice. I like it. We like this. The next one's kind of short, but it's still pretty good. It's an isekai, but like the, it's these two sisters, and their whole house gets isekai'd into this other world, and it's just about like the Truck older sister fucking put in the effort. It's just about the older sister cooking like Japanese meals. For this like semi fantasy world. Aw. So that's Isekai Omitanashi Gohan. Yes. Okay. There is a a little bit of a dark subplot line, but I bet it's still I pretty like a good. little bit of dark in there. Sometimes is it dark. good dark or bad dark? Because there's that, the, that's the, an important question. <laughs> yeah. I need you to define. Uh, are we talking? We're uh, not talking about guts. No, 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 no. Are are we talking? Okay, that's enough. That's all you had to say. Okay. As long as it's not that kind of dark. No, right. it's not. As long as there's not really, really bad shit happening in the background of this wholesome thing. Right. And the final one, uh, Neko no Otoda no Chiansan. So, City Boy moves out to um, his family's temple in the country. Yeah. Because oh, this he... is the only one I've read. Because he is just fucking tired of the city and he wants to just peace out somewhere else. Mm -hmm. It's a sort of coming to age story about the the young boy growing up. And he had hung out with his cousin who is now in charge of the temple all the time. And she's, uh, by the way, they're not related by blood. Of course they're not. Why would they ever be? But it doesn't really like go hard into that at all. It's just little things where, like, she's bending over and she got a fat ass, and he's like, oh, blush, look away. But it's, she has to have a husband. He doesn't necessarily want to be her husband, but he wants to stay in the temple with her for a very long time because he absolutely loves it there. Yeah. And it's mostly just, like, these little fun sub side stories of them doing things in the temple with their friends. Yeah. Guess what? Accurate. I have realized that I have left my fucking high school manga face. Welcome. And I'm just looking for wholesome fun shit. Welcome. <laughs> yep. The, like these four are pretty much my whole thing. I read horror manga mm-hmm. and uh wholesome shit. Yeah. With the occasional Banger shonen thing that comes out, mm-hmm. or a sports, sports thing, as I will talk about here shortly. Yes. Ow, 
my knee. I read cool action bullshit and wholesome rom-coms. And by that I mean I barely read anything nowadays. I barely do anything to begin with, honestly. Imagine doing things. Yeah. I'm just having a lot of trouble because I've read so much at this point. I'm having trouble finding stuff that is just like 20 chapters long. Yeah. Mm. You should read Eden Zero, the newest work by Mashimo. It's no. way better than fucking Fairy Tale was. Did you it's just hear me chapters. say a minute ago? I'm not really into that chapters. anymore. Imagine. Imagine. Yeah, no, that's fine. Dragons. <laughs> imagine dragons. I will end this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, never mind. Okay, I'll get on with the rest of my week. I'll save Far Cry 6 for Chris. Yeah, please do. <laughs> okay. Let's see. So, you want to talk about League of Legends being on Epic, Chris. Oh, God. <laughs> so, League of Legends, Valorant, and TFT, probably Legends of Runeterra, are now available on the Epic Game Store. And it makes no sense whatsoever. So, my whole thing with this... And I, it, it's a question that Levi brought up, and it made my brain hurt. Oh well, first off, let's premise this with: it's when you download the game on the store, you're not downloading the game. You're downloading you're the launch. Downloading the Riot client, which yeah. when you hit play, it shoves you into, just like any other person ever. Yeah, think uh, you playing ff14 you bought it on steam now you download the game you downloaded the launcher congratulations think you uh bought far cry 3 on steam congratulations N you now have to make an ubisoft connect account yeah it's that type of thing so here's the the real question that levi brought up which is who is the one that's benefiting from this i'm gonna say riot simply because you sort of have to go out of your way to find the League of Legends client. Yeah. But if someone who's just heard of League before okay. boots up Epic and they see it on the store, they might go, okay, I'll give it a try. That's true. I mean, yes, but it like it's really, I feel like a lot of things are like that. Like you have to go to their website to download it. It's really not that hard to go look Google League of Legends and download their client. I don't well, know. For me personally, I feel like it is really not that hard. It's not. I'm just talking about the people who would never go through that process. Yeah, but it's like... But then seeing it on the store makes them go, okay, I'll give it a try. Because yeah. those people are out there probably. Because I remember... Well, I maybe... Remember... Oh, sorry. I was, no. was going to say, maybe if they get more players, maybe they'll finally update their code, which will never fucking happen. No, no. Wish it would. <laughs> no. Wish it would. But it won't. Um, really wish it fucking would. Really wish they'd fix their spaghetti code or maybe fix their client in general. I can't... You know what I mean? Like, their client is already crap. So what's going to happen when you have to go from client to client? And then you're going to have two clients open and your computer is just going to be like, help me, I hate Riot so much. <laughs> yeah. So what I was saying is, um, I remember when Valorant came out. When Valorant first launched, uh, in several Discord servers that I that I'm in, people were like, "Oh, what's that game everyone's playing? Valorant? Yeah, okay. Where where do I get that? Oh, nah. 
and they just refuse to download another client. I don't blame them for that one. So it's it, it does kind of make sense in that aspect. And now that you've put it in that light, I get it. It'll now. like trick you. Yeah, it'll trick you into being like, oh, so I can just get the game now, right? No, you. It, it's just they forced you to Google search. Yeah, it's a it's a forced accidental Google search. That's all they did. I guess it's purely Epic will maybe get more users on their site just for that on their store, That's probably. And Riot gets more players in turn, and yeah. it's just give and take. Epic for both is of not them. making jack shit of money from no, the game. No, Riot itself. isn't giving them anything. Hell no. If anything, Epic is paying Riot. <laughs> yeah. Which I doubt. It was probably just the, hey, this works out for both of us. Yeah. So why the fuck not? We get more traffic. You, you get, get more traffic. More traffic. Money for you. Maybe money for us if anyone decides that the five games on our store that are exclusive are good. Because it's a free game. All you need is like one in a hundred people to buy a game probably and it pays for itself. Yeah. If you can get one of those like hundred people joining to play league, then there you go. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. This is the last part of my week. The McRib is back. Oh god. And okay. all its delicious glory. So we just looking no. like ill, I Levi. Hate you. I hate the you. The other day I tried to make rib for the first time. They're disgusting. <laughs> it was mid. It was fine. I, They're so so good. I, I really could not care for it. I prefer I, the quarter pounder. I can't. I, I'm sorry, Levi. It's the mouthfeel, bro. It's nasty. That it feels so good. The no. fucking gelatinous patty <clears throat> of animal protein and fat is the most disgusting thing yes. on the fucking planet, and I hate you. I can feel Thank it you. dissolving in my mouth. Chris, right that's now. exactly, <laughs> so exactly good. my thought. I I can't with it. Like it literally, like I I'm getting like, like, you, you know, the nice buns. Guess you have Guess a it, gallon of bar- No, you can't. You have a gallon of barbecue no, sauce. Fuck you. You have that nice gelatin patty, <laughs> the crunchy onions and the pickles, and it all just forms together in your mouth. I, will, I just want to point out that if that even if I could eat the McRib, like if my religion wasn't keeping me from eating that shit, I still wouldn't eat it. And in fact, I would hate Levi more. Levi? It is literally... Because I would know the taste. It makes me cringe. Like, physically, I can feel what a McRib tastes like, and I am yeah. upset now. <laughs> Levi, if you ever want to ruin a date that you go on, just give them a McRib. Oh, that will ruin it. <laughs> I, think, I think it's safe to say, we've said it many times, but I think it's safe to say, based on Levi's McRib love, he is officially the whitest person. <laughs> on Grimcast staff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do have a very large love for mayo. I really would do. you would you eat mayo like a yogurt cup? No, but I do <laughs> but when can <laughs> I Adrian fucking made himself Can I share okay. a minor shame real quick? No uh, yes. When I make hot dogs at home, no. oh, I no. put mayo on the buns. Okay, okay, that that is understandable. Mayonnaise goes on a sandwich, and hot dogs are technically a sandwich. Hot dogs a sandwich. Thank you, thank you. Somebody fucking agrees with me. Although there is one exception, it has to be a good hot dog. 
Let me tell you, Chris. I'm so happy to hear you. That hot dog has to have a proper fat content to be good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad that you agree with me, Chris, because let me tell you how many times I've tried to tell people that hot dogs are sandwiches and no hot one believes me. It is. Oh, we can I, go into literally, this. It is such a relief. To, like, you don't understand how happy I am to hear some immediately say that it is a sandwich because I've had the conversation to everyone. It's not a sandwich. It's a hot dog. It is a sandwich. It's meat. Well, it's if, you wanna, bread. if you want to go deeper into the classifications, it's technically it a, a ho- it's like a, a sub or a hoagie. Because the bread is in one piece. Yes. But yeah. those two things are still sandwiches. Yes, you're yeah. right. Yes. There's, 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 so, it is a sandwich. Okay. No, look. <laughs> I have gotten into almost literal fist fights <laughs> over blank is a blank food discussions. Like, you, and you guys have witnessed them. Yes. You guys remember, like, five fucking years ago. Muffins are cakes. <laughs> they are. They they are. They're yeah. cakes. What did I miss? Because I that was a, no Hadar. I, we had there was a huge debate within uh, the the people who lived in Cary. Yeah, real quick. I do think there is one thing that makes a difference between muffin and cakes, and that's moisture content. You've yeah. M- m- well, okay, no, no, they, that's not they, exactly true. If the muffin is good, that's true. But I find most of the time. Muffins have a slightly less moisture content in them. I think to for ease of eating. Or would muffins just simply have less? No, no, I don't. I they're, don't think that's the, true, though. I think they're the same. Honestly, it, it might just be a difference of like sugar. In muffins them. are more dense, but they're still very yeah. moist. If they're made right, yeah. they're delicious, moist, melt in your mouth muffin. Well, yeah. I just don't think I've ever had like a fresh muffin before. You've just wow. never that's, had a that's good a you muffin. problem. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's already thrown just, on. You've just never had a good I muffin. I just got really angry. I've had no reason. <laughs> I have had very good muffins. I'm not hating on muffins. I love muffins. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. I, I, I get really heated over I'm these discussions. Muffins. Like muffins are cakes, hot dogs are sandwiches, tacos are sandwiches. Yeah. Um, mm. fucking tacos are fucking sandwiches. Tortillas are bread. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm Mexican. I am the authority here. Shut your fucking yeah. mouth. But can I ask? Corn what? tortillas? Yes, corn. You can make bread out of corn. Corn bread. Ugh, yeah. I honestly hate corn tortillas. I I feel like the whitest person ever when I say Don't that. At, like at a at a Mexican restaurant, I'm always can I have the flour tortilla? And I'm like half of my family. Uh, my step family is Mexican, and I'm just over there like hiding my head because it's like the corn. It literally makes me like. Is it feel, a textural thing? Um, it's like I don't know how to explain it. It's just like the taste makes me um nauseous. Uh, I don't know because you know what I had for breakfast? Hmm. I had chorizo and eggs on corn tortillas, uh, and it fucks. I could I, I could okay. eat like a. Like heated up corn tortilla by itself. I had an experience when I was visiting family in Texas. We go to just this most Tex-Mex place that you could go to. And you know how, you know, some Mexican places will bring out chips and salsa right. uh, for you to eat and snack on? They bring out corn tortillas and butter. Okay. That's a real thing. That's a real thing. That only works if the corn tortillas are like, oh, like really hot, like super. Oh hot. yeah, they were super warm. Then okay, yeah, no, if you're in Texas, they're making those bits by hand. Then it works. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, okay. It was so good, though. I don't hate it. You don't get yeah. an option. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it, is it, that, it was great. I could easily eat corn tortillas. I usually eat them with just like guacamole or not yeah. even just an avocado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll accept I'll accept butter on corn tortillas, no problem, because that is a normal thing for Tex-Mex cuisine, which is real. Yeah. Um, however, y'all and your fucking southern asses putting butter on hush puppies. We're all bringing this up again. Huh? Yes, we are. <laughs> okay, okay, no butter. Butter belongs on hush puppies. It's no, Jesus. It really does, though. Does Guys, call me Paula Dean, but uh, if we keep talking about food like this, Chris is going to blow a vessel in his brain. Yeah, and I'm gonna fucking pay for it. <laughs> okay, okay. Also, I'm gonna be... um, you dip the I'm hush sorry. puppies. You dip the hush puppies in the beans too. No. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. What? That's you don't, you, you, That's the you thing you never north where hush puppies come from. You've never dipped your hush puppies in beans. Why the fuck would I? <laughs> you see, okay, so we're I'm, going, I'm going to calm down and take this civilly. I will have this discussion briefly before we move on. <laughs> what baked beans? Yeah, yes, baked beans. But why so the no. butter thing? The butter because... on the hush puppies. I've always hated because it was. It's a part of my upbringing. My mother, she made hush puppies the way she learned when she grew up in Maine. <laughs> Which is not in the South. For those <laughs> of you very, that don't very know. not, very super not in the And so my mother raised me on malt vinegar. So that's what I do with my hush puppies that come in my seafood baskets, because I only eat hush puppies with seafood. I don't eat them as a side at fucking cookout. <laughs> yeah, they only belong with seafood, like some fried catfish. I'm yeah. gonna fuck some of you up. Hush you know what puppies belongs, you know what go belongs with, with pulled pork. Yeah. Well, well, okay, I can argue that. Okay, I'll, but, I'll allow hush puppies at a barbecue joint. Yeah, okay, but not okay. like not like with a burger. A fucking burger, you but get tater tots or fries. But guess what? what? Pulled pork restaurants in North Carolina. What's the sauce? Vinegar. Yeah. I, one second. Can I make a? Uh -huh. I don't think you're wrong with the vinegar. Yeah, it's a good. I've had it. It's good. It's it's superior. I also like butter. I, I just I can't do it because even my mom. Mm, so my butter. mom, yeah, she 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 throughout her teens, she was raised in 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 Maine, but she is a Tennessee girl, born and raised up until her teens. So even my mother is like not nah, butter. I'm but fucking beans. Yeah, I guess it would work. Beans. I mean, the thought never really crossed my mind. Baked beans, bean, yeah, baked beans have that like the sweetness to them. You know what I mean? It's you don't well, you don't put the beans in the hush puppy. You dip it in the sauce from the baked beans. Well, to be fair, I I don't make like hush puppies at home, and when I go out, I don't order baked beans ever. So what? the situation would have never happened. You've never Gotten baked beans at a barbecue joint? Like once, but I prefer like potato salad and shit like that. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Okay. We're moving on from food. <laughs> fucking yeah. motherfucker over here with his bad opinions wants to stop. Okay. It says fucking Levi of all people. Fuck, dude. Anyway. Was that the end of your week, Levi? Yes. All right. Cool. <sighs> huh. 
Okay, let me look at my list. I'm 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 recovering. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna start with manga because I also read like four manga over the past. Some of them, two of them over the past week, and other ones that I've been reading continually for a while yeah. that I'm ready to talk about in more depth. Uh, first off, I took a recommendation. Uh, from a recent video by one uh, Joey the Anime Man, man, um, he uh, he told me he told his viewers to read a fucking little vampire horror manga called Happiness. Um, now he also said that it was super fucked up, like really, really fucked up. But it's not that fucked up. It's just like a vampire manga with like a couple of time skips and uh, some romance in there, I guess. It's pretty good. Uh huh. There's nothing really special. You got a name? I said it. Yeah, I know. It's happiness. Happiness, okay. Yeah. Um, it was pretty good, though. I enjoyed it. Character is good. It's really short. There's only ten volumes, five chapters each volume, but um, yeah, I'll mark it, it down fun. in my notes. It was fun. It was it was a good time. It was it, it it has some really dark moments. It is kind of fucked up now that I really think about it. It does get a little little fucky, but it's not too bad. It's not he he tried to make it out like it was some fucking emergence type shit. Oh, but it's really not. It's more akin to like. Uh, hmm. Can't really think of anything that's at that level of fucked up, honestly. I'm trying to, but I can't. So I'm just gonna move on. But having it's pretty good. Okay, I give it like a like a high six, low seven. You know. Oh yeah, didn't you go in and do your whole? Oh yeah. So I, I did. List. I did uh, finish or quote unquote finish my. Uh, mal profile um and by finish i mean i put everything on there that i feel is worth remembering if it's not on my anime list it's just it was either so bad or so mediocre that it's just not worth talking about mm -hmm. or it's just something i genuinely never watched so that's there but i got i got some heat in the discord server over uh, some of my rankings because I'm very critical even on shows that I love. For example, I gave Toradora like a 7 on Mal. What the fuck? Did you give anything a 9? I gave a few things, in, quite a few things a 9. Okay. Um, let, me, let me go look for that real quick. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll talk a little bit about that list. So this man fucking loves Toradora. Yeah. So, but my whole thing, right, is Toradora was great when I read it because I related to it when I read it in high school. I'm mm -hmm. not in high school anymore. Those emotions aren't the same, so I can't give it the same score. I, I don't look at things with those rose-tinted nostalgia glasses. I, I look at things how I perceive them right now. Yeah. So it's, it's, these yeah. scores are all subject to change as I mature myself, you know? I do have a, a little comment on that because I've definitely like ruined some stuff for myself that way. 
like going back and playing a game or doing something that oh, yeah. I really liked as a kid or whatever, you know what I mean? And I'm like, God, this is just awful. This is awful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like going back and um, <clears throat> like watching certain shows and stuff yeah. like that. I try to watch Yu-Gi-Oh. Bad. Can't, can't do it. It's bad. It's not. Wonder great. what I ended up. I went and watched the abridged series. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, basically. You and me had a conversation earlier when you got here about uh, Assassin's Creed Two. Mm -hmm. You'll never go back and play that again. No, that no, game it's is perfect. It's bad in my mind. That game is perfect. Exactly. So you want to keep it that way? Yep. But it and is the most. If you touched it again, it would suck. It is so broken too. Like you, it's like you love the game, you know what I mean? And in your mind, it's like the story and everything. But then you don't think about the 100 times that you fell off the tower because Ezio wouldn't want to just fucking climb and just mm -hmm. randomly the code is like, <laughs> you're falling. Like, <laughs> yeah, I do remember trying to climb one tower <laughs> and it was like just 50 times possible to do. Mm -hmm. And it's literally, mm, 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 yeah. And that that continued on until like uh, three, two. I feel like mm -hmm. four Black Flag is where they really uh, figured out the climbing mechanics for the towers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like when Levi and I were having this conversation earlier, um, I, I was talking about how Black Flag was the first one that I could actually stomach. Because then, it's like, it runs smoothly, <laughs> it yeah. runs nice. You know what I mean? It's like it was a good game before, but it 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 wasn't running well enough to make the game extremely enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, but the tastes change as you get older. Yup. And Toradora was a nine or a ten when I was like fourteen or fifteen or sixteen, like, like those characters were. I got a but real not question. Uh -huh. Where did Hitman Reborn end up on Fuck, this list? Dude. Is it even on the list? It's on the Fuck. list. Uh, let me find it. Control F that shit. Because I remember that manga being really good. Uh, seven. Seven. Yeah. I, I want those last two arcs animated. I also want a fucking sequel. For two fucking reasons. One, Tsuna is still a bitch-ass motherfucker. Two, I just want to know what the fuck that last, the last Simon Flame was. We never got to find out what the fuck it was. Literally never. Not, never mentioned. Not once. So, fuck me with the pompadour, I guess. Fuck him. <laughs> talking about my malprofile just a little bit, I'll go over some notable ones. I have two tens. Okay. There's only two tens let's, on the list. Let's hear them. Angel's Egg, which is a film. Yep. It's... It if you like dark fantasy, Angel's like I'm like, pretty sure it's free on YouTube. Yep, it's like 45 minutes long. Just go watch it. It there's there even even if you don't like to watch anime, it doesn't. There's not oh, a single word fact, spoken in the whole thing. That was one of the inspirations for Dark Souls. Yeah, there's not a single word spoke spoken in the whole thing. It's great. Go watch it. It's fucking phenomenal. It and the Angel's egg. Mm. And uh, the other 10 out of 10, because I think it's genuinely one of the greatest pieces of animation made of all time, Ping Pong the Animation. Okay. Ping pong. Wait, wait, is it really called Ping Pong the Animation? Ping Pong the Animation. I've heard it's the best wait, out there. Wait, there is. 
but it what is, is, a, is it? It is a sports anime about high school boys playing ping pong. Okay, that's what I was about to ask. I was like, is it about ping pong? It's about ping pong. <laughs> I like it. Is, it, is hand, it is hands down probably the greatest like series anime I've ever fucking seen in my entire life. Okay, but what is it streaming on? Uh, good. Find it. Just find it. That's all I'm gonna say. Cry. Cry. Just uh, sail the high seas. Find that bitch. Um, But yeah, no. uh, Yeah, yeah. Can't hate either of those. Exactly. Right. Like those are my tens. Because, and then you look at my nines. This art style is really nice. Yeah, it's it 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 it's just it's a masterpiece. Um, and then my nines like Tokyo Godfathers. Fucking. I, I love Monogatari with all my heart, so Bakemonogatari is on there. Um, uh, let's see, Kids on the Slope. That's fucking phenomenal. Torador is not a nine, but you know what is? The young adult version of that, Golden Time, by the same author. Mm-hmm. Because Golden Time is Toradora, but for a young adult which is what I am now, which is why I hold that so much closer. Um, show again, Roku Rakugo Shinju. That's also a phenomenal anime. It's a nine. And uh, March comes in like a lion. So you can, you can kind of see what I hold super high is stuff that still emotionally impacts me the same way that things used to mm-hmm. when I was younger. Because my emotions have changed and the things that hit me are completely different. So I got a lot of flack for some of the stuff that I gave lower scores. But people also don't seem to understand that a seven for me is pretty fucking high. Like like five is, it's not bad. Five is completely middle of the road. Not good, not bad. Just m- mid. Mm-hmm. So seven is like, yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. But people see seven and they're like, what? What's wrong with you? So it's whatever. Well, yeah, the whole grading system in anything is fucked up. Yeah. It's, if it's a five or below, it's literally a pile of fucking dog shit, which theoretically a five or a six and av- is at like average. Exactly. Like if I could, if Mal would let me, I would be giving like, to, you know, third decimal point fucking uh percentage grades mm-hmm. to everything because you know that that's just how i am um next manga <laughs> that i uh have been rereading or rather rereading so that i could catch up on because i stopped reading for like five years and it's still going kaiji uh how do you spell this k-a-i-j-i kaiji so Kaiji, for anyone who doesn't know, oh Christ, started in 1996. It's still going to this day. Um, it is uh, as the trash taste fandom, shout out to those boys, would call it. It is Squid Game, but good. <laughs> that's that. That's how. That's what they would say. Because it, it's what do you it's, what do you call it? It like I literally it like went right through my ears. Squid Game, but good is what no no fans are called. kaiji 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 kaiji. Yeah, it's it is a it is a death game series in the beginning, 
but it, it mostly it's about broke dude and uh he just does a bunch of shit gets some money it's also like, what inspired squid game in the first place yeah absolutely it inspired a lot of the death game series that have been yeah, popular like, over the past 25 if you just google years. it you will probably recognize the main character yeah kaiji's great i i read it for the first time starting in like 2011 and then i caught up until where it was in like 2014 um and then i haven't read it since so there's like 78 volumes i'm like 14 volumes in and i'm i'm just continually reading through that and uh it's i started re rereading it after Squid Game, because I was like, let me see what Kaiji's up to. <laughs> let me see what that shit's uh, doing now. But it's going to take me a while to get back up to up to date with it. Um, another manga that I've been rereading. Baki. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. I fucking love Baki with a passion. Baki is so good. Dude, I um, fucking love Baki. It Baki is, is so amazing. good. And the anime is really good too. Oh yeah. It's oh god, it's so good all around. Like it's it's so fucking good. It's so good. I don't I don't know how you can make something like Baki. You just can't. Yeah. It's just Baki. And the muscles <laughs> It's so those, those are so fucking weird. It's so good. It's, it's so, so stupid, so funny, so hype. It's it's perfect. It is. It is. Perfect. There's wanna, no flaws in Bucky. Want to see a man fight an imaginary praying mantis? Absolutely, I do. Okay. Train. <laughs> yeah. So I started rereading Bucky like. Four or five days ago, mm -hmm. I want to say. Um, no, 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 no. It was uh, not yesterday or the day before's uh, Jump King stream by Callie, but the one before that, Jump which King was like, podcast. Oh, oh, yeah, the Jump King podcast by Calliope Mori featuring whoever the fuck hops in Discord VC. Um, her, Iris, and I think it was Bay were talking about Baki and how much. Callie fucking loves Baki. And I was like, damn it, I, now I'm going to reread Baki again. So I went and I started rereading Baki. Baki's so much fucking fun. It's so stupid. It's so hype. It's the best. Fucking love Baki. Um, and I one also things, finally... Uh -huh. I wanted to say, one of the things I like about Baki, I've never read it, but I did uh, watch a few videos from this dude. He, he had a whole series talking about this is a normal thing in Baki. <laughs> and it's just, just plainly stating uh, stuff that happens in Baki. And it's wild when he says it, but it's like, yeah, that's just par for the course. I also love uh, that Muhammad Ali is a character and he's practically a god. Everyone's a character in Baki. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> I fucking saw Miyamoto Musashi in fucking Baki, and I'm just like, excuse me? What is happening here? Don't forget the prehistoric man, Pickles. Oh, 
Pickle. <laughs> Pickle. God. Baki is the greatest they literally series of all time. They found. Shut the fuck up. Can you guys hear this? Yes. Alexa. You're not Alexa anymore. Echo. Stop. So they literally found the corpse of a prehistoric human, brought it back to life, and fought with it. Yep. <laughs> Baki's fucking, like, there. In, in my mind, there's absolutely nothing wrong with Baki. <laughs> every, just... every second of it is truly, like, you, you won't you, regret. You never know what's going to happen next. Truly. <laughs> all you I know is that somebody will have really weird back muscles. That's all you'll know. I've read Baki, like, a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I've read a lot of it. But when I started rereading it, it felt like I was reading it for the first time again. Because it's just yeah. like, what the fuck is any of this? I've and, seen all of this. What is this? And the dedication for the artist to recreating what bodybuilders want to be. <laughs> it is a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, Just... Just read Baki, watch Baki, consume Baki. The amount of characters that show up in that and they just don't ever are seen again. Like Hulk Hogan was in it. There are literally dudes that show up for a single panel. Yeah, Hulk Hogan was one of them. The warrior. Yeah. Yujiro Hama just talks to the fucking president of the United States every time a new one gets fucking elected, if I remember right. (laughs) Yeah. You're just like, okay, you don't fuck with me. I won't fuck up your country. He literally kidnapped George Bush. (laughs) So fucking stupid. Yeah, consume Baki. If you think JoJo's bizarre, just wait till you read Baki. (laughs) Baki is the JoJo's bizarre adventure of JoJo's bizarre adventure. Do you want to see Baki fight Bigfoot? (laughs) Because it happens. Legit, Baki is the big is the JoJo of JoJo. Yeah. <laughs> what Jojo is to everything else, Baki is to Jojo. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then it I... even has like the weirdly, like the, the weirdly attractive faces on super muscular bodies. Everybody has these gigantic like model lips for some reason. Perfect yep. teeth. Perfect. Yeah, Everybody. Perfect teeth on all. Until they're not perfect anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right that. up till they're not. <laughs> right up till their mouth is up against the fucking curb. Yeah. Everybody was born with perfect teeth. That's all I meant. Everybody was born a fucking JoJo supermodel and then decided to just fucking power lift since they came out the womb. Well, you have to have perfect teeth in order to uh, use 100% of your muscular power. Yeah. For a lot, your your spine has to be perfectly aligned and that involves perfectly straight teeth. Everything needs to be perfectly aligned. Every fucking muscle fiber perfectly aligned to get your shit kicked in by, by a Hanma. Or you can be Jack. Yeah. And just yeah. <laughs> shove metal rods in your body. Dude, I yeah. love him. Take steroids all day. <laughs> I love drug daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did not. <laughs> I think I forget his name. I think my favorite character out of the whole series is the old guy who always walks around in the sandals. Flip With the wire? Things. Yeah. He's my favorite too. Good character. Mm-hmm. I also can't remember the name, but it's a good character. No. Um, but yeah, consume Baki. It's good. Um, and I finished Slam Dunk again. Good shit. I what? Finally... Again? Well, well. Oh, okay. You. I was actually rereading it, it. Okay. and I and I finished. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sport. 
It's a banger. Basketball. Basketball strong. Yep. Good. Slam dunk good. Uh, and I played two video games. So first off, I talk a lot about Skater XL. Yes? Yes. A lot. Yes. Because good game. I like that game. Uh, I've never played a certain other series of skateboard game that people tell me it, uh, I how have you not played that? And it's because I lived in Mexico when those games existed and we don't have video games in Mexico. So I played Skate 3 recently. Uh, or rather, I should say I tried to play Skate 3. I played it for approximately 30 minutes. Those controls don't make sense. It just doesn't feel good. Everyone who likes those games are wrong. But, you know, that's just my opinion. Do with that as you will. I wish it was good for me, but it's not good for me. Skater XL is superior in every way. Session does have an update coming up, though, which kind of has me excited. It looks like they've fixed a lot of the uh, gameplay issues that I've had with that game. Uh, mainly the fact that it feels like shit to play. But, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. And the other game that I played is a game that Levi talked about last week. He went to the restroom, but he'll be back in like 15 seconds. But Levi talked last week about uh, how he started Far Cry 6. And... I asked him if it worked on PC. He didn't know because he'd been playing it on console. So I just went and I did the research myself. And I found the workaround to make it work on PC. And I bought Far Cry 6. I'm quite enjoying Far Cry 6. Um, first off, I will say uh, the things that Levi said last week about Far about it being a little bit less Far Cry. Yeah. Yeah. They, they they did to Far Cry what they did to Assassin's Creed. But I don't mind that as much because I'm used to what they did to Assassin's Creed because I've finished all of the modern Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, I'd say just don't do what I did. Go into it not expecting a Far Cry game. Expect a... Treat it like a new IP. Yeah. The only Far Cry thing about it is big map go shoot the guys that's it yep other than that it's it's an rpg now it is you have armor sets each piece of armor has a different fucking skill your weapons you upgrade them each individually equip different mods and no longer a skill tree no longer a skill tree it's all locked behind weapon mods and uh armor pieces um you know the the checkpoints from two are back the only difference between the Far Cry 2 checkpoints and the Far Cry 6 checkpoints is um, the Far Cry 2 checkpoints, once you claim them, 10 minutes later, they got reclaimed. That doesn't happen anymore. Don't worry about that. Thank That's Christ. fine. Um, uh, Far Cry 6, though. First thing I want to say, uh, Gus from fucking Breaking Bad or whatever. That guy, whatever that actor's name is. I'll Google it. Yeah, find his name again. I I knew it, but I forgot it already. Um, Giancarlo 
Esposito. Esposito, yeah. He is... Giancarlo Desposito. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I hate myself too, don't worry. Giancarlo Esposito is great in his role for the entire two scenes that he's in the game. Um, But he is really good at what he does. Being the villain who is... uh, He seems like a nice guy until you double-cross him type yeah. guy. And, you know, that that that's what he does. He's good at that. It, I haven't gotten to the point, but I can only assume, based on Far Cry, at some point, you're going to kill him. There's another villain after that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Far Cry do, right? So, and I already know who that second villain will be, because it's made very obvious at the beginning of the game. So... Now that we're done talking about the story, because the story is nothing special, it's Far Cry. The stakes are upped a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Overthrowing a government. Or more of a regime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Overthrow evil not Cuba. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, not Cuba. It's not Cuba. It's not Cuba. It's It's not not Cuba, Cuba. guys. Remember, guys, it's not Cuba. Did we tell you it's not Cuba? Because it's not Cuba. It's definitely not not Cuba. Cuba. Even though there are Cuban artists on the radio saying how much they love Cuba. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. uh, We're we're not going to talk too much about the story, because that's not what you play Far Cry for. Nope. You play Far Cry for fun gameplay, and boy, is it fun Far Cry gameplay. You shoot the gun. The guy's head. Go boom. uh, Pets. Man did. Pets are fun. We like the pets in Far Cry 6, of which there are five. The first one you get is uh, Guapo. He is the alligator wearing a t-shirt. He's a crocodile wearing a t-shirt. He has a golden tooth. Aww. He's a good boy. And uh, he just eats dudes. That, that's his whole thing. He eats dudes. Um, we love him, and he is a good boy. Levi sent me a TikTok earlier of Guapo opening the door. Yep. <laughs> Guapo, Guapo will save your life. Um, let's see. Your second amigo, the second one you'll probably meet. You can meet them pretty much in any order you want, aside from Guapo. He's always the first. Uh, the second one you'll probably run into is uh, Chorizo. We love Chorizo, the little wiener dog. Yeah. Uh, he, he's a wiener dog. But he is in a wheelchair. He ain't got no back legs. So he's in a wheelchair. And his whole ability is, I'm cute. I will dig up items for you. I will ping uh, items that you might miss. Um, And I can distract enemies with how cute I am. I love Chorizo. I would die for that dog. Uh, The next one is uh, Chicharron who is a punk rock rooster who single-handedly leads a rebellion against everyone. That rooster could overthrow the government by himself if you let him. That rooster is strong. uh, Chicharron is not happy with this. You should not be happy with this. That is all. That's all you need to know about him. And then there's one that's a spoiler, but I don't really care. Fuck you. It's Far Cry 5. No one liked that game. 
uh, Boomer, the dog from Far Cry 5, is back. His name is Boom Boom now. Boom Boom. He's a good dog. He's a good dog. He's the only pet that can ride in cars with you. He sits in the passenger seat and just vibes out. Uh, and then Bible. there's Oluso. She is a puma, and she is pretty, and she kills guys real good. Uh, there's just a lot of little gameplay things in Far Cry 6 that I quite enjoy. Uh, the enemy AI still sucks, but the NPC AI is great. I was telling Levi earlier about how um, I was in a city, which there are cities in this game, which is weird, but you know, yes, cool. it is. Um, but I was in a city and there's this dude, he had a vegetable stand. NPC that can't talk to him, nothing, but I blew up his vegetable stand. And he started crying because I destroyed his livelihood. His cabbages. Literally, I destroyed his cabbages. And I felt, I've never felt that bad for, you know, hurting an NPC. Even even though I didn't directly hurt him, I've never felt that bad for an NPC in my entire life. A voiceless NPC that doesn't even say anything. He just holds his face in his hands and starts crying. Oh, It's really sad. Like Aww. I was not okay, um, but so I How I could might you have. Do that I reloaded the save. <laughs> I reloaded from the last checkpoint and had to fight like thirty dudes again because I felt bad, but I did it anyway. I did it for him. <laughs> oh, NPC guy. Um, uh, but yeah, and stuff like that, and stuff like uh, Danny. Um, they so you can choose a male or female character at the beginning of the game. Which is also a first for Far Cry, is it not? Yes, it okay. is. Yeah. So, uh, Danny is cool because they will sing along with songs on the radio. And it's funny because if you stop the song, they'll keep singing. And then they'll be like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> what did the radio stop? And they'll turn the radio back on. Because they're, <laughs> they're like, cool. No. <laughs> Un- unless, unless you like, don't, no, 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 don't do that. Yeah, yeah, but it, it it it's just a fun little thing. There's a lot of fun little details in the game that are. We have horses cute. now. You have horses. Uh, you can pet all of the pets. That's a good, good thing. Yeah, you always pet chorizo. Um, Please. and then you know, the there there are a couple of things that I didn't like at first, but I got used to, like the um, hypothetical color coded enemies. You know, you need certain ammo types to hurt certain enemies, which as you get further into the game, simultaneously makes more and less of a difference, depending on... It's the uh, the flamethrower guys and the poison sprayer guys that you really have to worry about. Yeah. Um, everyone else, just shoot them with armor-piercing round. It doesn't really matter. And as, if you're headshotting dudes, it also doesn't matter. Headshots kill as long as you have armor piercing rounds you're good um i was introduced to one set of items though yeah i think this is what levi wants to talk about chris showed me these earlier and they're fucking busted so in the very beginning of the game like literally 30 feet from where you spawn at the beginning of the game uh as soon as you get onto the tutorial island rather you can go into this cave and you find two pieces of armor and a uh, 
a, a piece of paper that says, go find these three things. Go find these three treasure things. And as soon as you get back onto the mainland island, you can access those three puzzles, treasure hunt puzzles, and find them. And if you bring those three things back, you get a, a gun and a backpack. So the back, there are backpacks in this game that each have different, you know, you hit the L1, R1 buttons, you proc the uh, special effect, right? They're supers. Supers. They're supers in this Ooh. game. <laughs> so the super for this backpack, you slit your wrist with your machete to perform a blood ritual. Oh, no. <laughs> you perform a blood ritual and you can now see through walls. What's the gun special ability? You can shoot through walls. Another one of the gun special abilities, headshots, free round. Go straight back into the into the gun. So you pop, you see pop. through wall, you pop your wall hack, mm -hmm. and then you just start shooting everyone you can see in the head through all the walls. Free. Free win the game button. And then something Chris told me, the gun, you don't have to have the wall hack to shoot through walls. No, you it can. It just always shoots through walls. Always shoots through walls. Shoots through anything. Anything. You can straight up kill the driver of a tank from a quarter mile away with this gun. It's the stupidest and also the coolest shit I've ever seen. The only, the only thing you can't do to this gun is silence it or put a different scope on it. You, you have to use the iron sights, which doesn't really matter when it's an instant kill button. Because even without headshots, it instant kills pretty much any enemy it, it hits. It is so broken, it's it's stupid. And then the armor set, which you get two pieces from the initial cave, and each of the three treasure hunt caves gives you another piece of the armor. It That armor set is pretty much the best armor set in the game because it just makes you perfect stealth. Nobody can hear you. You can see at night. Easy mode unlocked. Night vision. Like, and it's just there. The, the the main drawback of Far Cry 6 is it does not take into account people like me and Levi who do everything we can. Yeah, so for in reference, our, in a given area. In the previous Far Cry games, if there were enemies in an encampment, you would kill all of them, and then that encampment is gone. Yep. Enemies don't spawn there anymore. They change that. <laughs> There are some areas in Far in Cry 6. Like 70% of the of the places you can't do that. Real 70? Yeah. So apparently there's a lot of areas you can't do. That's what kind of killed the vibe for me. Is I'm so used to just walking up to an area, you kill everyone, and then that red part of the map disappears. Yeah. And then it didn't happen. And I had a minor panic attack. And had to, I had to, I just turned the game off. Yeah. Stop playing. You, you can't do that in Far Cry 6. You can only do it at the checkpoints and at uh, camps. Like camps that you can turn into base camps. Yeah. Um, you can't like walk in, like say there's a, there's a prison, right? You can't walk in, clear out that prison, free all the people in the prison, and then you're good. That it will repopulate with enemies. You the, the, it, which is weird for Far Cry. Which but is why in the beginning I said don't go into this expecting a Far Cry game. Because it's, it's not. It's something it's totally different. But It's, it's about as similar fun. as the new Assassin's Creed is to the old. Yeah. 
It's still fun. It's just a little bit stupider. Yep. It's it's quite a bit stupider. There's a there's a crocodile with a t-shirt. Far oh. Cry Far Cry 5 got pretty fucking stupid. You see I didn't play that one. Cheeseburger. Oh yeah, I forgot about Cheeseburger. How did I forget about Cheeseburger? Cheeseburger, cheeseburger is the best. He's a bear. He's a diabetic bear named Cheeseburger. I love him. Anyway, it's Far Cry but stupid and also an RPG. There are levels if you're below a certain level and you go to an area, you will die pretty bad. Um there's, you know, enemy types and you, you, you need the right tool for the right job. <laughs> what is that rule uh, 97 something like that? And uh yeah. It's fun though. I had fun with it and I'm having fun with it and I'm going to finish it probably before next week. Okay. So, yeah. cool. And that's the end of my week. So I will pass the torch to uh, Lex. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, honestly, the only thing I've <laughs> really been doing is Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Big mind. Big I um, have been building like nether tunnels um that go pretty far and i've pretty much everyone else has been staying relatively close to base um maybe going off about like three thousand blocks and i am uh exploring very far and my thing is i keep falling into ravines and dying in the middle of fucking nowhere and especially when i have a lot of shit that's always when it happens yeah. And it's like, I swear I'm being careful. And it's just like. Minecraft just hates you. Yeah. I've been exploring like super far out though into the world. I've been finding a couple interesting things. Um, other than that, I've been playing Fallout 4 and getting distracted building settlements instead of actually playing the game. But I'm trying to go for a sniper build this time because I think it's fun because, you know, it is. Um, <laughs> um, I think I did a melee build my second time through. Melee in Fallout 4 is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. The Ripper is just really fun. <laughs> the the Rocket Hammer. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yeah, the Fallout 4 is the one fun. I played the least. I kind of want to play it again. It's fun. I really like the one I played the most is definitely I think probably Fallout 3 cuz I I really like New Vegas too. I just haven't played it quite as much cuz Fallout 3 was the first Fallout game that I ever played. Yeah. So I played like the shit out of it. New Vegas um, is the one I've played though. Yeah, yeah. New Vegas is really fucking good. I've played a lot of that one too, just not quite as much as three. Um, I fucking love New Vegas though. I, it's literally a masterpiece. Um, other than that, I'm gonna be honest. I haven't really been doing much. Work has been uh very overwhelming for me lately, so it's been a little bit hard to get through the day. <laughs> but you know, I'm trying my best. Fallout Four is on Game Pass, so I will probably get it. play that. Yeah, I got it for like ten dollars earlier. I, I just month, have Game Pass for like seven months, so I can just play it for for you, basically. Yes. Hell yeah. I will. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I've done anything else, but I'm pretty sure I haven't. I literally work has been like off. Mm. Yeah. I yeah, work, work has been really, really bad for me. And so it has not left much time to in, actually enjoy my life or have energy to dedicate to anything, really. Yeah, I need to try and play some more Minecraft, though, because 
Yeah, you do. Same. I haven't been on the server too much. I am on all the time. <laughs> yeah. Lex, Lex took over when I kind of started to fall out a little bit. And now I'm just like, oh, damn. I need to get back in there. Yeah. I just I, wish I did. Like, I, my thing is, like, I'm very careful with building and I, like, go really slow. You build so fucking fast. I'm like, what, what the hell? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's, uh, like a year and a half of just, sitting in creative mode and building shit and i'm True. just like okay i i know i know where block go what what i know how to and i just do it yeah and this is this again this is my first time ever playing it and i've never even really like i've played creative mode maybe once or twice at a friend's house you know what i mean but i've never yeah. played minecraft before so uh we were building like a sky nether tunnel to do fast traveling to the jungle basically and chris just fucking laying down the blocks like a madman not falling down into the deep dark pits below and meanwhile i'm like doing one every three seconds <laughs> like i like i like to put myself on like the ina level where i will sit and play for like six hours at a time and build like three different types of farms and like build an entire structure and then just not play for like two weeks <laughs> that's just that's just how i, I don't do think it. i've played in two weeks as well yeah i've been pretty much getting on almost every day i've been playing a lot of um you know i don't really talk about league but i've been playing a lot of a rams mm. which mm -hmm. is um there's just you know how normally there's three lanes in a jungle there's just one lane everyone is on it and you're given a random champion to play yeah the games are way shorter and you have to invest way less. Yeah. Much easier to play. Ooh, that all you got, Lexo? Yeah, very boring for me today. It'd be like that. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've just been very low energy. Like I said, I've been honestly having a really hard time with my job. And just uh, lots of stuff going on. But... But I forgot to say this. I forgot. I was going to um, tell you guys on the podcast, which is why I didn't say it in crew chat. I did get a new job. So wow. hopefully. Um, yeah. Congratulations. Hopefully, thank you. Hopefully things will be looking up. It's a night shift, which I think is going to be a lot better fit for me and my sleep schedule. Because I think a oh, lot yeah. of it is due to the fact that it's a 7 a.m. start and... I don't have people skills at seven in the morning. I remember hearing you had to wake up at five and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. And you know, my sleep schedule, you know what I mean? I'm the yeah, person yes. I, I'm usually up till 6am. You know what I'm saying? Well, and like you, 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 you all go, like yes. <laughs> you all fucking you, know. I can't. You went from Chris hours to Levi hours. Yeah. yeah and it's literally just not... overnight. And yeah. Yeah. That, that shit will kill you. And it literally, it just doesn't work for me. I've been there like two months. And the morning thing, it's just too much. I just can't interact with people that much that early in the morning. So I'm doing night shift um, at a different job. It's going to be a lot easier for me. It's 11 to 7 a.m. And I, I have no problem staying up all night. That's way more aligned with my natural sleep schedule. And I think I will be able to handle customers a lot better at night. Um, not to mention that there will be significantly less. But that's not always the case. Um, but I think my people skills are a lot better at night. <laughs> yeah. 
So I think I think it'll be a welcome change. And I already know the staff at the job that I'm going to. It is actually I'm returning to an old workplace of mine in a different position, basically. Yeah. Um but I know the staff there and I know the boss is there and I think it'll be a better fit for me. At my current um, job, the big boss has just said a few things that have made me like extremely uncomfortable uh, as a a fab person with a male boss, uh, that type of uncomfortable. Um, And I just can't be there anymore, basically. But I don't have to be. I'm putting in my two weeks tomorrow. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, that's really good. That's what's up. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. Ooh. You'll have to hear it because I can't see it. And it's full time working at the chocolate shop. My partner also works at, so she, she's part of the reason why I got the job. Um, but <laughs> I w- would be having a day off during the weekday when we, like on Thursdays, when we record. If not for the fact that um, there's a Renaissance Fair, a city over that has been demanding at the very least if I can count over a thousand chocolates every week. (laughs) Um, And because of that, they're all have to be shipped out by Friday. So like tomorrow, literally as soon as I got hired, I was making these chocolates and I've been doing that. I put in 80 hours, my first two weeks. Um, I've probably cutting back a little bit now because Holy shit, that was painful going yeah. from like a couple months unemployed to you told on my me, feet all the time. You told me that you worked nine days in a row. Oh. Yes. Your, your first stretch was nine days in a row. My no. first stretch was nine days straight. Yeah. What the fuck? And too much. Was, that's too and much. I, and then I was off for one day, then right back at the next week. Yeah, that's not that's not okay. I feel like even six days in a row is too much for somebody. You know what I mean? Like people, especially in this age, really, really need to rest. Some you know what I'd I mean? say 40 hours is not is unethical. Yeah, I I've done nine days in a row before. And on that ninth day, ain't no one talking to me. No yeah. one. Oh yeah. You, I, you, my manager ain't talking to me. You try talking to me, you, you don't even right. try it, fucker. Yep, yep, right. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, but the job is still isn't it's pretty good. I mean making chocolates, selling chocolates to customers. There's just a lot of learning to be done because we have so many things to sell. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so much inventory and it sucks whenever I pick up the phone to take like a phone call order because they'll ask me for something and it's always something I've never heard of while working there. Yeah. And then the thing is with like corporate or 
even when it's not a corporate store, people with the corporate capitalist attitude expect right. you to know things that you've never been taught before. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that's my. OK, so the, the biggest issue is still my boss, but I don't want to delve too deeply into that. <laughs> but like I discovered that she doesn't necessarily like to she doesn't necessarily like being right, but she loves to prove people wrong. <laughs> understandable yeah every every time she talks she's like barking orders i mean she's just uh it's a pain um there is one so i was dipping these s'mores i had like 63 graham crackers on a tray with the marshmallow and the caramel on top and i was dipping them in dark chocolate putting them on another pan and think about graham crackers and these like chocolate covered s'mores graham crackers are fragile they Break in half pretty easily. Yep. Two of them broke in half. So I just set them aside, dip the rest, and I go back out to like help a customer. I go up front. I'm out there for maybe like 10, 15 minutes, and I come back, and Melanie, uh, my boss, is just like, uh, dip those. You got to dip those. And I was like, okay, they're broken, though. She's like, no, they're not. I look at them. They're not broken because she replaced the graham crackers on them. And then was mad at me for having not dipped them. You bitch. <laughs> I know. I mean, it, a better way to say that would have been just, hey, I replaced the graham crackers on those s'mores. You can dip them now. Ooh. Like, it, it, that would have been so an infinitely better way. No, for something that doesn't affect me whatsoever. <laughs> Listen, like, I've had to build a thick skin uh, to, to this boss. Thankfully, she's only here because one of the main workers has been on vacation for the past month. As soon as Naima, the chocolate goddess, as I've learned, comes back. Chocolate goddess. I know. She sent, like, people just talk her up all the time at work. So, like... Pretty much, uh, once Naima gets back, Melanie's gonna be there. Right bye away. bye, yeah, bye bye, Melanie. She's just the owner, so but this store, Chocolate Smiles, has been open since 1984. Um, and one of the workers there, Bridget, she's been working there since 1989. Damn, not like straight, but like on and off, but you know, she's elderly, uh, she's uh, got her grandkids and stuff that she spends most of her time with. Um, and she is the polar opposite of Melanie, like polar opposite. When this woman Bridget speaks, it is ASMR. She is so sweet, so soft, so nice, very gentle. I love learning from her. She's very patient. Melanie, on the other hand, if you ask a question, you've offended her. Yeah. We stand Bridget. <laughs> really? Um, but yeah, um, Oh, a little story. Uh, the earlier this week, my coworker Wade and I walked out of the chocolate shop to go back to our cars, and Wade uh, drives a white car and it was parked next to mine, like a black car. Um, while we're like talking, getting into our cars, we're like, "Okay, bye." Uh, they get into their car and they get right back out, and they say, "This is not my car." They had parked their white car on the other side of this white car that wasn't their car which was already pretty crazy that there's an identical car that they got into but the bigger question is who left their car unlocked yeah <laughs> i did something the other day oh geez i went for my lunch break yeah continued throughout my day went to leave went to my pocket and the keys weren't in my pocket 
they were in my car ignition. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the car wasn't running, but they were the doors were unlocked and it was oh in Oh, my there. God. This is why I'm really glad that I have, like, keyless entry bullshit and, like, right. a push to start on my oh. car. And, like, so... Holy fuck. So I'm at the point now with my boss, Melanie, that I am just the Arthur clinch fist meme because that's I literally have to, like, clinch my fists whenever she says something frustrating or not. And that's enough to, like, calm me down. Um, But today she when I was dipping uh, these nut clusters like these cashews, literally just dump a bunch of cashews into the kettle and then pull them out with a fork, make them all nice and neat on a pan. Um, when I was like grabbing a handful of cashews to put into the kettle, she was like, just drop them in. You don't need to do them one by one. I literally was just dropping the whole handful in, but because a few cashews were stuck to my hand as they dropped in, she thought I was doing them one by one. Um. And there is so many instances where she does that just micromanages and assumes that you're doing it wrong simply because it was like a weird angle or something. Yeah. It just sounds like she doesn't like the, you're doing it different than the way that she's doing it. I mean, that's exactly (laughs) it. I mean, and she's very neurotypical. Right. Right. My brain Mm. so ADHD and stuff. There's, there's some things that like I have to do for it to be organized and orderly in my mind when I do them. And because she's so focused on everything going so fast, even if it's only like a minute difference, like, uh, but everyone else there is really cool and chill. It, so, um, but yeah, that's me complaining about my new job, uh, which pays well, but I just need to get through the next few weeks, just in time for the holidays to get busy. Um, <laughs> uh, I have a few things to talk about from my time off. So, Obviously, I've uh, been playing a lot of Destiny 2. Um, I've been, that's mostly what I've done in my free time when I'm not working is playing Destiny 2 at times with Levi uh, towards the end of the week. Yep. So, yeah, and that's been a lot of fun. Playing with my brother a lot too. And something really cool happened when I boot up, boot up the game today. Um, and I want to read this message. I screenshotted it that popped up from Bungie saying raising transgender awareness during november bungie is standing with the transgender and gender non-conformity non-conforming community to raise awareness and work to end anti-trans violence all profits of the bungie stores pride pin will benefit trans lifeline to provide support so is this a like a pin you buy for irl yeah, IRL. You, it's they a should rainbow have, pin. They should have put an emblem in the game. I know. I, was, I, was I would really, have bought that. It's $15 on the store. I'm definitely going to buy it. Um, not only because I can put it on my beanie, but also to support. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, it would have been cool if it was an actual... I, I want some pride gear in the game. Not, not necessarily like all rainbow stuff, but something cool that's uh, maybe like a shader that has like a pride flag colors in it that Mm-hmm. you know you're transgender themed <laughs> that'd be pretty cool that reminds um, me um really quick there there is one very very strong uh trans male character in far cry 6 oh and he is fucking badass <laughs> 
And it, it's not one of those things like Ubisoft has been doing a really good job with that. Yeah. Uh, especially with Assassin's Creed and stuff lately. They've been doing a really good job with that because um, at one point uh, when you first meet him, De- Danny's like, so well, were you in the military? And he's like, yeah, but I was kicked out. Why? Oh, I'm a little different. <laughs> Why? Uh, I, I, I transitioned in the middle of my term. Oh, yep. Okay. That, that's mm-hmm. it. That's yep. the end of the conversation. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. They're a person. And that's yep. that's more important. And right. I, I love the way that Ubisoft has been handling that end of social awareness stuff. Right. right. Yeah. And Bungie did a similar thing with uh, the characters Saint-14 and Osiris. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast. Um but Saint-14, uh, try to keep this lore short. Basically, he's a titan, you know, big crayon-eating, uh, punch-things-for-fun type of guy. Uh, and he gets trapped in this time-dilated structure from the outside-of-time species of robots called the Vex. He gets stuck in the Vault of Glass. Um, and for whatever reason, they are worshipping him. Uh, while he was like stuck there, it was weird. But either way, uh, Osiris, um, a warlock who has greatly studied the Vex, uh, rescues Saint 14 from the Vault of Glass. Um, and you know, they Saint 14 runs the PvP trials of Osiris and stuff, uh, which are like the sweatiest things ever. Uh, but basically there's been, there's always like a bromance between St. 14 and Osiris. It was like, oh yeah, they're really great friends and whatnot. But then if you read the lore, uh, once Osiris, because of story and lore reasons, becomes possessed by a hive goddess, uh, Sabbath and the witch queen, um, he's possessed by her and of course starts acting all cold towards St. 14. And it's, this bit of lore is from Saint-14's perspective, where he's like, hey, Osiris, you want to go to that old mountain we always used to go to, like old times? Be a lot of fun. I really miss doing that with you. And Osiris is like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. And Saint-14 is deeply hurt by this. Yeah. And I was like, why Why is he so deeply hurt? <laughs> like, they're just friends, right? No, they're not. They've been dating. Oh, my forever God. Forever now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they were roommates <laughs> like, oh my god they were mountain hikers like they've been they've been dating in like not so much in secret but they just are the way that Bungie did it was that they just wrote the lord that you can ignore in game to where they're like in a relationship and it's just it's never really expounded upon in cutscenes or anything because that's not what the cutscenes are about the cutscenes are about you know, destiny bullshit, not romance. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And it literally, it was such a point of contention that the main head writer for, uh, saying 14 Osiris, story, who by the way is bisexual. Um, (laughs) he had to go onto Twitter and say, guys, they've been gay. Even before I got this job, they have always been written like that. (laughs) And now that, uh, in the story, Sabathun has Osiris trapped in whatever realm, uh he's in um it makes sense for circular storytelling for saint 14 
to rescue Osiris uh, from this realm. Because when he found out that Osiris uh, was actually Sabathun, he was pissed. I mean, absolutely. He's, he's going to kill Sabathun. He's going to be the one to punch a hole through her head. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, that shit is really cool. I'm really enjoying Destiny. And uh, something else about Destiny. So there's something called uh, TWAB, which is This Week at Bungie. Bungie likes to do newsletters, uh, and they've been doing it for years now, since Destiny 1, where they update about the game. They take feedback from the community and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Trials of Osiris is a PvP game type that comes a weekend here and there, kind of an event that uh, comes through like a couple times a month. Um, and with you know Bungie's model of releasing new content in seasons instead of like you know massive like updates and stuff, there are of course the massive updates like Witch Queen or Beyond Light. But the seasons and stuff, uh, this season they decided to really experiment with Trials of Cyrus's matchmaking. Um, two weeks ago they did solo queue, like freelance trials, where you didn't have to have a team of three because the it's a three versus three elimination game type uh, where there's uh, first to five rounds one and you win by eliminating all three other opponents. Um, really sweaty, really competitive uh, game type. And they decided because uh, they wanted to give average players like myself and shitty players like myself sometimes um, (laughs) a better chance at getting trials rewards and possibly going flawless, they put in the freelance pool where it's only solo queues. It is only people queuing by themselves. uh, And there's no teams because that's like, if you're a solo queue in the normal trials playlist, and you have a team of solo queues, and you go up against, you know, a three stack of people who do nothing but play Destiny and never eat or sleep or do anything else, there's no way you're winning. You're getting completely swept. But playing Freelance, that was the first time I ever played Trials. That was so much fun. It was actually playable (laughs) for someone of my skill level because there was no real communication going on between the teams, and it was just trying to outsmart your opponents and outplay your opponents. Um, So that was a lot of fun. Cut to this past weekend when they're like, okay, freelance is gone. What about we just do the worst thing to matchmaking ever? What if we make it to where it doesn't matter how many games you've played, we're matching people dependent on how many wins they have, regardless of how many games they play, which means somebody who's uh, really good at trials and has won 20 games out of 21 games will be matching with a person who isn't great but grinded out put 200 games in that weekend and only won 20 games hmm. so that means when I played it the longer you play the harder it gets <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and so literally it just became a sweat fest my brother and I played four games. We didn't win a single round um, throughout those games. And so, yeah, uh, in the TWAB, they're talking about the uh, this week at Bungie. They're like, yeah, that was fucked up. We're not doing that again. <laughs> it really ruined uh, trials this past week. And, like, their numbers of players were so low. Um, 
so yeah but something really cool that they're doing they've done it multiple times but it's something called bounty tables mm -hmm. so basically uh bungie finds a bunch of the big name streamers or and youtubers are just cracked at the game right they're really good at pvp and they post all their stuff and everybody's like oh my gosh you're so good and shit what they do is they put bounties on these players so anyone who ever plays destiny if they match with any of these streamers they get shit if they kill them or beat them in a game and if you're on that streamer's team and you successfully defend them, you also get shit. Yeah. Which is, I think, really cool. I mean, they're just literally I like... I tend to agree. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, hey, yeah, these guys are too cracked. Why don't you go hunt them down? Yeah. But yeah. Um, that's, that's pretty much it for Destiny this week, Destiny Talk. Um, we won't have too much to talk about until uh, Witch Queen comes out next February. But the which other is much closer than you than it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot closer. As it's a lot closer than we might think. It's fucking November. Yep. <laughs> um, things I've watched were just watched all of Avatar: Last Airbender with Rania. Yep, my partner. That was great. Now we're watching Korra. Um, and like Avatar Last Airbender. Amazing show. One of my most favorite shows of all time. Korra is a great show. But not as good as Avatar the first one. It as Last Airbender. And that's not. For me, it has to do with like the love triangle in the show a lot. Like that gets kind of old how fucking. Mako just plays ping pong between Asami and uh, Korra. Yeah. And then Bolin's just chilling. <laughs> chilling. Yeah. Bolin, you might but say. I, I love the... They really engage more with uh, the, the consequences of the Industrial Revolution is basically the entire show. Um, and all the politics that go along with it, which is pretty fun to watch. Um, your mic is muted, Levi. You've been trying to talk oh, for the past no. five minutes. I was wondering why you're so quiet, Levi. I was wondering why Adrian kept overpowering me. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the third time, and I was like, I was trying to say something. Well, I, I, was I was just, oh my gosh, I was left out in the cold with no one to talk about Destiny with. My God, I was, I was, I was gonna say we're past Destiny now, but it's really hard for anything to be better. Than the last airbender yeah it really yeah. is yeah and because it is just it's pro it's like top five cartoons of all time shows it doesn't feel like a cartoon yeah no I i'd say it, shows of all time it's up there just the world building that they do the writing of the characters all mm -hmm. the the hijinks and jokes that are really good the art style the animation yeah, like, uh, it didn't invent any of, like, the story tropes that it went with, but goddamn did it pull it off fantastically. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. And nothing can immediately make me cry more than the scene where Iroh sings Leaves on the Vine to his Stop! song. Yeah. Yeah. Do not. 
and then it says in honor of Mako after it ends. Oh. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. already tearing up. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, that fucking what what's crazy about Mako the voice actor for Iroh um is he was dying from cancer. He was diagnosed with cancer terminal uh like halfway through the production of Avatar, The Last Airbender. And they asked him, like, you know, you can uh, retire now, you know, just to spend time with your family and whatnot. And he was like, no, I'm finishing this. If there's one thing I want left of me, I want this show to be it. And yeah. he also not only finished all the voice acting for Avatar before he passed, he also wrote that song, Leaves on the Vine, for that specific five-minute short that can make everyone cry. <laughs> yeah, like, Avatar The Last Airbender... It's, let me put it this way, you know, it takes a lot for me to acknowledge something that I'm not really into, right, in terms of like, the content and the genre and stuff like that. Like, Avatar The Last Airbender, conceptually shouldn't interest me at all. Yeah. But it's fucking good. Oh, it's so it's good. just good. One of my favorite things about the show is entirely Zuko's redemption arc. My oh, God, it's so good. It, it's such a good redemption arc. And Zuko's gosh, baby, protect that child, <laughs> protect that child. And I, Iro is just the best uncle there could ever be. Absolutely. I think the best part about Zuko's redemption is the fact that he literally said no twice. Yeah, he broke twice. He broke his uncle's heart, pretty much his father's heart, so many times. And he betrayed so many people. And he still redeemed himself in the end. And, like, it wasn't think... like he ever did anything so heinous that he couldn't be forgiven. Um, which I think is important. He was close. There's, there, there, he was close. Uh, but there is... I think that's why I like the Redemption Orc, because like he did some shitty things, but they weren't completely irredeemable. And the fact that he did redeem himself afterwards was important. Yeah, I think Zuko got the most character development. 100%. Oh, sure. Out of any, anybody in that show. Yeah. The, se yeah. the, second, uh, the second best character development is uh, Sokka, in my opinion. He went from yeah. a misogynistic douchebag to literally just being Sokka. Yeah. I mean, Just even early Sokka. on in the show, I mean, when he dressed up as a Kiyoshi warrior, is already starting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Sokka's was great. A, yeah, his development was very, was very much, a, when it comes to, like, uh, that and the Kiyoshi warriors and everything, it was very much, huh. He's got tilted as that, huh. What do and you then went on with his life. What do you mean your girlfriend's the moon? <laughs> <laughs> that's rough, buddy. That's rough, hey, buddy. Hey, that's a sexy moon. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that's, funny. Uh, that's one of my favorite scenes from the show <laughs> like Zuko just asked uh, Sokka like hey do you have any girlfriends or something like that and he's like yeah she turned to the moon rip Sokka that's rough buddy man imagine you've got the, the hot princess girl uh, and you're super in love yeah. And then she just fucking turns into the moon. <laughs> Almost literally love at first sight. Moon. So the weakest part of Avatar isn't really 
an issue with the writing or the production of the show uh, because the whole arc in the Northern Water Tribe is so rushed, so absolutely rushed. And that was because that show was rushed from the start. The executives just were like, no, not four seasons, only three. Cut back here and there. Where it was like, yeah. So literally that whole romance arc between Sokka and uh, the moon girl, I forget her name, uh, Yue, um, what would have been like a couple months in Showtime was actually only like three episodes. (laughs) Yeah. So, so it was a bit strange. Um, Love at first sight. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's a fantastic show. I, I've i watched it probably four times now. Um, it is so good. And, and it's just the dedication to animating like proper martial arts movements and techniques. So cool. I love that shit. Yeah. Um, we don't talk about the movie. Okay, moving on. Um, what movie? Exactly. There is no Tsukihime anime. Last insert uh, insert other. There is no adaptation here of your choice. Everybody last has thing, one. Yeah. Last thing I want to talk about, obviously today, Elden Ring gameplay trailer released. Whole we got last, some confirmations, boys. Whole last twenty minutes of gameplay. Bro, first I, off, yeah. In the first five seconds, the horse has a double jump. Yes. <laughs> horse has a double jump. Yes. <laughs> horse has a double jump. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. And uh, the 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 coolest part to me has to be, well, my favorite part. I wouldn't say it's the coolest. My favorite part was Alexander the Iron Fist. Because in that trailer, you just hear your like the characters walking in a certain direction. He hears, hey, I'm stuck. I need help. And you just find this pot with arms stuck in the ground, um, like half buried. And I'm thinking like, oh, there's there's someone stuck in that pot. And he's like, hey, can you like get me out? I'm like, yeah, sure. So the character goes around pulls out a club and whacks the pot out of the ground. No, Alexander is the pot. He is pot. (laughs) He is pot Pot man. (laughs) Pot man. It's pot man. (laughs) Pot man. Villain. The only villain Link will never defeat. Right. (laughs) Pot man. Oh man. But yeah, literally. (laughs) All he does is make cash money noises. Alexander the Iron. Okay. Uh, friendship with Siegfried and Solaire ended. Friendship no. with <laughs> with Alexander the Iron Fist now real. You want to know what really matters? What? A fucking map. There is a map. <laughs> there is a fucking you, overworld God. map in a Souls game. That's you actually can, fucking amazing. It's probably because stuff. Yeah. it's because they know that all the people who play Dark Souls have now lost so many brain cells to Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah yeah you can place markers on it and whatnot you have to collect fragments to like expand the map and stuff yeah shouldn't be too hard um, there was so it's an open like open world like game now yep there was but a there moment in the gameplay trailer where yep. he was like walking through a castle and there was like railings to his left yes oh my god and my he kept going and then he jumped over the railing 
and my my brain just went, you can't do that. Yeah, literally, you can't, illegal. You can't, stop. No, really, like my brain was so set in stone that he's gonna just walk forward, and then yeah. he jumped over the railing. <laughs> and my, my brain had a meltdown because yeah, that's not that's, that's not, not how Dark Souls works. Not how it works. <laughs> this is the FromSoft game. That's illegal. <laughs> Very illegal. You must only run into doors whilst still walking. Yeah, because yeah. you know, after if if you play so many Souls games, you get so conditioned with not being able to jump anywhere. But like, literally, there's a part in Elden Ring where um, you're walking along this like wooden platform uh, scaffolding inside a castle, and there's a gap between you and like some uh, scaffolding uh, that goes down a hallway. And, of course, my brain's like, okay, so we go down the stairs here. We try to circumvent. Wait, he just jumped. And then he the jumped it. I had the same <laughs> thought. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, okay, now I know he has a jump, but my brain still says you can't go that way. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that, that's something that I think has been most exciting about a Souls game in a long time. And it's so simple, but jumping. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 like how I felt when I saw non-item based verticality in a Zelda game. Yep. Oh my gosh, yeah. What how are you going up? You don't have a claw shot. How are you going yeah. up? Yeah. <laughs> breaking the rule, breaking the That's rule, breaking ladder. the law, breaking right. the law. That's not a ladder or a vine. Stop. <laughs> Literally though, also um the stamina meter on Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Like, who are you? I was like, what is Skyward Sword What is happening? <laughs> yeah. And all like the uh the spells, the there's apparently three different stats for magic, um, which is normal for souls, but like you don't have like pyromancy and miracles now. Um what you have is let's see, I, somebody was listing it out. Um, you have arcane mind, arcane, and intellect or intelligence. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I'm thinking it's going to be some some weird Celtic bullshit going on too, because uh, that's well, no shit. Um, yeah. So I'm <laughs> excited to see that. But some of the spells that they show in the trailer are so fucking cool, and I love that they're using the style of magic from Bloodborne instead of Dark Souls. Because it looks so much more cooler. Like the arcane yeah. magic is just cosmic bullshit. I love it. Um, like, yeah, we got magic from Bloodborne. Yep. Gameplay from Souls. Yep. And movement of Sekiro. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of the descent for the game right now is like, it's just big Dark Souls. And every Souls fan is just like, yes. You're absolutely right. You're yes, fucking right. That's exactly is. what you people want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's exactly what <laughs> we want. Fucking stealth it's, mechanics. It's yeah. really just it's just Dark Souls. It's just Dark Souls. We oh, literally people have been playing Dark Souls three nonstop since it came out, and will not let go of that game until the next Souls game. That's how every Souls game has been, and even after the new Souls game comes out, people are still playing the other games to death. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you can't you can't expect a crack addict to be not excited to find more crack they didn't make dark souls they made good souls <laughs> yeah oh good souls 
<laughs> oh, and I'm gonna make a game called Good Souls now. I'm trademarking that. That's mine. <laughs> yeah, but what is gonna happen in Good Souls? You're gonna be at a bonfire, but you're gonna run like a food cart. Yeah, I mean, oh, I'm we, just gonna be roasting camping? meat for all the for all the soulless undead to come by. Yeah, those, wholesome yeah. camping. Yeah, I'm gonna just give them some meat. Euro oh, camp. It's Euro camp and Dark Souls. <laughs> the Dark Souls of Euro camp. Let's yes. fucking go. Yes. <laughs> so okay, Elden Ring. Couple things were confirmed. Invasions. Oh, wait, that was confirmed a while ago. Really quick, I need the Dark Souls of uh of Slice of Life. They already confirmed invasion. Maybe like they were confirmed ago. to fucking nerds like you. Well, but yeah. I, I didn't I didn't know. I told you multiple times. You think we listened to you? I'm sorry. I, yeah, listen, I don't <laughs> I don't remember it. it didn't happen. Yeah, no. Like uh, Miyazaki confirmed it in several interviews. Also, um, illusory walls are back. Yep. They're back. Swing that weapon. Open that wall. No, what's Is so wall crazy? Funniest thing to me was seeing all the recycled Dark Souls three animations. That no, seeing all the recycled <laughs> from software animations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. The fucking all the skeleton. The fucking skeleton still has the head pat from Dark Souls one. Yeah, literally, he gets up. I haven't like, watched this checks his head. <laughs> I haven't watched this gameplay, but I guarantee. You, are there any large man? Yes. In in, in the gameplay trailer. Yes. yes, in the gameplay footage. Okay, I guarantee you, if I look at Large Man, I'll be able to identify an armored core skeleton. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can guarantee that. What if I told you that a lot of some of the Large Man characters uh, do something called grafting, which is where they take parts of fallen tarnish and sew them on their body to add armored body parts? Core? Yep. <laughs> Adrian, <laughs> did you notice that the quote-unquote bonfire? Yep. You're sitting at right at the end. That's just a fucking golden humanity. Yep. It's, it's the called, same exact uh, sprite as humanity, but it's gold. It's called something of grace. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we have the same voice actress for our soul giving level waifu. Um, <laughs> yeah, she she's got like a, a messed up eye and that's about it. So and she's barefoot, of course, because um, yeah, boy. <laughs> Miyazaki and feet. <laughs> we stand a, a stat waifu with feet. <laughs> I'm uh, staying the fuck out of this. Foot souls. Foot souls. Dark souls of feet. Uh, but yeah, and there's crafting in the game. You can craft materials and ammo and other items. <laughs> what the hell, man? It's just it. There's just crafting now. Um. And some a lot that, of the oh, I was just gonna say that is a goddamn miracle. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. it it's great. You can just craft arrows. Like you find some bones in the wood and you make arrows. That's fantastic. So bow builds are more viable now, which is what I've been asking for forever. Also, you can just find a boss roaming around the open world. You don't need to go to like a dungeon or a specific room or anything. There are just bosses that roam the world. Shout out Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep. <laughs> Shout out Breath of the Wild. Look, I'm coming from a soul standpoint, so like <laughs> all this, even though it's in other games, we're getting it in the souls format, and I'm so excited. I'm happy for you Thank and you. Levi and Lex. And I don't care about anyone else's feelings. So. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't have any feelings on this, but fuck off. Exactly. That's why I didn't say I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I, I 
will get a PS5 uh, because I need I need it. Oh yeah. Also, I, I really signed my, uh I signed up for the was it the beta network beta network the beta for this weekend. Uh, and because uh, it was only for uh, consoles, I was like, okay, I'll just sign up my brother's PS5. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> if I get into it, I'll be playing on my brother's PS5, um, which will be fun. Uh, and game looks good, like visually speaking. Um, I heard some people were hating on the color palette, which I'm like, this is the best color palette we've seen from a FromSoft game. Are what you you're me? not, you, you're less of a fan of this than uh gray. You're right. <laughs> or maybe if they get really, really risky, black. You know, uh, ooh, <laughs> you you prefer monochrome over this, right? Okay. Yeah, it game looks beautiful. Um. Also, I saw in the trailer, you kind of just run by a caravan of people, um, of, like, people pulling, like, a carriage or that has stuff in it. And those are, like, one of the things you can raid a caravan and take their shit. But they didn't attack you once you ran by. Um, which is interesting that there can be non-immediately hostile enemies in a Souls game, which isn't exactly new there are enemies like that but they're so rare but this is going to be like a regular set of npcs walking around so that's going to be a little bit of a different vibe that you can just when you choose not to fight something that chooses not to fight you You know really quick (laughs) um that's something else i forgot to point out about far cry 6 yeah is uh enemies it just on the world map unless you're like in red zone Right. They don't give a fuck about you as long as you don't have a weapon out. If they see right. you, like, because, like, if, if you're playing, like, Far Cry 3, 4, or 5, and an enemy spots you, they're just going to shoot you. Right. They don't care. But in Far Cry 6, like, as long as you're not, like, holding a gun in front of them threateningly, they're just right. like, hey, who are you? Why are you here? Right. Keep moving. Mm-hmm. That's weird. It's so weird. It is weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, imagine advancements cool... in your games. <laughs> imagine. Also, the the system for summoning NPC spirits is so much better. Like, literally, just you have like a set summon. Um, like this one dude was buying some enemies, and he just pulls out the summon queue, rings a bell, and there's just like a group of lost boys or whatever fighting for you now from like Peter Pan or some shit. You don't have to hit a sign or anything in a specific location. It's anywhere. Uh, there's another time you're fighting a boss and you just summon uh, a clam-headed big dude that with a club. <laughs> like, shit's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yep. And from what it sounds like, you know, I, I've talked about it before, but you can just roam the open world uh, with co-opers. Um, you don't need... you. I think they go away if you defeat like a dungeon boss, you know, like one of the main bosses, they get sent back to their world, but you can just roam the world with your friends, which is really cool. Really nice added effect. Also, uh, if you in- get invaded, horses are disabled. Good. Yeah. Good. Nice. Yeah. Um, Disable horse. So that way one, 
host can't run away forever and two invaders can't just ambush you on a horse and shit so that's i think that's i would at first i was like what about horse battles but then there's also dedicated pvp they're gonna have which could have some jousting shit going on so that's gonna be cool um yeah elden ring still hype for it. it's coming out three days after witch queen so (laughs) i'll be playing destiny 2 and i I might just take the week off to play nothing but destiny 2 and Elden. i was gonna say you're gonna have to take a fucking leave of absence (laughs) (laughs) it's after valentine's day and before easter so i could yeah that's like the perfect time frame (laughs) right hey look I know I'm going to be working nonstop before this date and after this date. So give me just like a week. <laughs> yeah, that's my vacation. And uh, <laughs> I imagine you just have Elden Ring on one screen, Destiny on the other. I buy that's a second two, mo- two PCs. Two brain cells. Yeah, no, you, 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 you'll need two PCs. For yeah. <laughs> Got to have your brain working separately on each of them. That I walk into this room at the beginning of the week. I do not walk out. (laughs) Get the piss drawer ready. (laughs) Mom found the piss drawer. (laughs) What? Wait till she finds the shit sock. sock. I hate you all. That's the new weapon in Elden Ring is the shit sock. <laughs> <laughs> you open would it be, is, would it be stronger damage. or weaker than the Coom sock? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a poison damage whip. Yeah. The Coom sock is like a fragile sword with low dil- durability. <laughs> no. Oh, w- uh, one more yeah, thing a- about. Uh, the weapons in Elden Ring. They're going to have their own move sets and stuff that you can switch between weapons. Uh, so it sounds like you can put different move sets on different weapons, probably class dependent. Um, also, you can have a sword that just the longer you hold it's heavy, the bigger it gets until finally it's just big giant magic sword. That's just anime. Yeah. So there's, there's, in fucking Excel world, there's these, uh, there's these like no super weapons and shit. No way you just made this about Excel world. Fuck <laughs> you! I can make it whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> anyway, in Excel world, there's these seven fucking super weapons, and one of them is just like a fucking like uh, katana, but like the longer it's sheathed, the stronger it gets. So it's My like God. a reverse of that. Yep. Just shit's just fucking built for AI jutsu bullshittery. Yep. And, you know, some people are saying that the combat looks slow, uh, but that's because the person playing was really taking it slow. You could tell. Um, because they were really timing every attack to be really slow and spaced out because they really wanted to show off everything. Yeah. I I believe me that I can't wait to see what Elden Ring P- PvP looks like with all the different weapon abilities, spells, and jump attacks. Jump attacks. 
Jump attacks, <laughs> jump attacks, jump attacks, jump attacks. I can't wait for some giant kanji to pop up on my screen. <laughs> right. I have to jump. <laughs> I wish we learned more about the deflect mechanics because that was sort of shown in the trailer how deflecting with a weapon is actually effective, kind of like Sekiro. Yeah. Um, but there was no like UI or heads up display uh, throughout the trailer, so we don't really know what's going on there. Um, but yeah, fucking hype for that. Uh, I'm probably gonna just disappear for a week in February. So yeah, that's 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 my week for this week. Okay, right. cool. It is my turn now, and yes. to start my turn to start my week, I would like to tell you all that currently, my cat is using my hand as a pillow. Oh, it's just very cannot, cute. You cannot move for the next three hours. I know, it is very upsetting because I want to lay down because my neck hurts, but I'm stuck here. And I'm also <laughs> looking at my water, and I'm thirsty. So I'm stuck here. Help! My door's locked. Help! Oh, man. <laughs> okay, but, uh, so yesterday, I watched the new My Hero movie. It was okay. What's, oh. what's the... What's the deal? Uh, Past, future, different characters. What, what? What? What's the deal? Is it like our main line, like Deku and all that shit? Always, always. I thought there was one where it was in the past. No, uh, the the first movie has a flashback to uh, All Might's time in America, uh, and then like flashes forward and is like. That friend in that flashback is the one sending us the invite. Okay, We're going to talk to him and his daughter. Ask a question, though. Yes. What's up with the big titty mommy that I keep seeing? What? Which one? What? Uh, it's the, um, uh, what's the name of the big dude with the big punch? All Might? Yeah, it's him, but like a chick. Oh, that's from the manga. Uh, okay. Do you want a name? I'll get there. Okay. You'll okay. get there? Okay, get you'll get there. there. You'll get okay. there. I want. I really want it. Because is, is it... Is it? Okay, no, never mind. No spoilers. Keep going. Sorry. Okay, yeah, I'll say tangent. nothing. Loser. I'll, I'll say fucking nothing. Don't worry, she doesn't show up in the movie. So the okay. movie will not spoil anything for that. I'm going to cut all of that out. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Embarrass yourself. <laughs> no, you're keeping it in. Uh, you do you do get to see one uh a, like a couple of international heroes, and I think the only one whose name is just straight up name like named outside of an American hero named Claire, uh, is um the Egyptian hero Salam, whose entire quirk is just being as flat as paper. <laughs> so it's not an art shift; he's just that fucking thin. I'm gonna fucking show you guys Salam. He's great. Flat Stanley. Hold the fuck up. Let me look up Salam, uh, my hero. Hold on, because it's an actual fucking... Okay, here's what the word means, like, in Arabic. It is a common greeting in Arabic-speaking in Muslim countries. Okay. Okay, so, uh, Salam, uh, my hero academia. Here, hold on. I believe in you. There you you go. can Copy do it image. and Google Kuhn with your powers united. I'm putting it in podcast <laughs> stuff. With your powers united, you can find so long. This is how he looks. Oh. <laughs> what? Look at it. Look at it. 
That's what he looks like in the... Yes, and he's paper thin, so he actually just looks like that. In-universe. Uh, he's just um playing how, Paper Mario. <laughs> how exactly does he make use of this quirk? Just death by a thousand paper cuts? Uh, we don't see him like doing much outside of running really fast, as far as I remember. But how, wouldn't the speed how does just make run? you crumple? No, because he just goes like he goes he goes like the flat edge toward like, so the wind just oh. fucking goes past him. He has no wind resistance. Yeah, but the the slightest sideways breeze and you're just full don't fucking ask no, me. You're, the point it's is, like is, you're just like a million feet in the air with yeah, a slight the, breeze. He just runs really fast by using it. Don't fucking Does he have the mass of a man. I don't know. Don't ask me. His quirk is papyrus. It turns him paper thin. That's the official words. That's, That's the all worst I fucking know. Work I've ever heard of. What the fuck? I guess maybe for like infiltration, it's can he fold himself up? I don't know. There's a fucking Japanese hero who could fucking turn himself into paper and he folds himself up. He's like a fucking big ninja man. We've known him for like fucking ever. Yeah, but like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. This dude sounds fucking useless. He's pretty fucking fast. I'll fucking remember. I hate this character. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's a funny concept, but I just hate this character. <laughs> he's the number one pro hero in Egypt. He's a strange aura that makes the Egyptian citizens feel at ease when they see him fight. But to this day, no one has ever seen his back. <laughs> <laughs> the implications of that. Yeah, like, what does that mean? Does he look the same on the other side? No, there's no way he looks the same on the other side. But does he, though? Is he actually paper thin, or does he's he have a quirk that, like, fucks with your brain to make no. you think he... Because that's I the don't... only... Finish what you were saying? Is he... This just became an eldritch horror. Yeah, this is a <laughs> six-foot-three motherfucker no who just becomes paper thin has... if no and one never shows you his back. his back... <laughs> yeah, like why is that a th why is that mentioned? Either it's a reprint on the other side of him, or he fucks with their brains to make them see him yeah, from the front at all times. Like, if if there's circle of people around him, what happens? <laughs> do, Apparently, do, he's never been in a circle around people. What the fuck? It's just so really weird because you see him like running through like fucking like a bunch of uh uh cars. But I think they were all empty because it was like during like a big like you know climax of movies whatever the fuck you know big panic you know as movies do physically impossible to do the nothing personal kid on this guy <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it you will always be facing his front I went from I just... hating this character to being terrified of this character yeah, <laughs> yeah like what the fuck I like this guy he's fun. How has nobody seen this? He, you know what? I, I think he's like the most. I, I think he's supposed to be the top Egypt hero, considering how he's the one representing the Egyptian heroes. Whenever like you know international heroes are brought up and stuff, but like, how do you become the top Egyptian hero without getting your back seen? What What's the name of um the big bad guy in Bleach? The first big bad guy, Eisen. Eisen. It reminds me of his like bonkai. Just fucks with your perception. No, we we've never seen uh, Eisen's bonkai. 
No, okay, then his fucking what is it called? The sen Hishikai. For Kyoka Suigetsu. I know it's technically like hypnosis. Yeah, it's absolute like, hypnosis, all five senses. Yeah, exactly. You're essentially just shaping how they see you in their own like reality. <laughs> it reminds me of that. Oh, it's so fucking weird. Yeah, uh, it's a like seven out of ten movie. I give it something on okay. that. It's, yeah, it's not like amazing, but it's not like a bad movie, you know. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of they, movies, like yes. I want to see Dune, but I don't want to spend the like money just to buy that, HBO yeah. Max and watch a single movie on it. Yeah. yeah. I feel it. It's in theaters though, right? Yeah, but at the same time, like I don't really want to go to a theater. True kind of a catch 22 you know yeah either i wonder if hbo max has like a free trial i can make just like to watch a single movie maybe i might do that it's a two and a half hour movie but from what i've heard it's worth it so dune Hmm. oh yeah dune you see i I don't know i want to but i don't They did bring something from the fucking vigilantes manga into the into the movie. I was just like, I was like, huh? Excuse me? Wait a minute. Who? Like, like I didn't catch it. It's not a person. It's not, it's like a plot element. Uh, and like I didn't catch it at first. I was like, wait a minute. That's that's the exact same. It's called the same. Wait a fucking minute. I'm not gonna say what, just because like the fact that like it's a thing yeah. wasn't in the uh, trailers. I don't think. So I'm just not gonna mention what it is. But it's just a thing. If you know anything about like the uh, Vigilante's manga, you should like recognize it when you watch the movie. Manga's pretty good. Yeah, I need to Straight... catch up. It's been fucking forever. Yeah. Straight up, uh, Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman cross Punisher. That's what that fucking shit is. Yeah. That's what that man's is. Uh, fucking. Uh, the character of Rhodey, who's you know like the fucking, you know. Uh, movie uh, central new character that Deku fucking hangs out with because for some reason you have to introduce a new character for every fucking movie for some fucking reason I don't know I don't really care uh, Rhodey's fine he's fine he's not annoying thankfully he could they could have made him annoying they could have made him because like, he looks like a smug asshole mm-hmm. <laughs> but like he's a fun character man I just want a Bakugo movie You'll never get a Bakugo movie. I know. You the second movie is the closest mouth. you'll ever fucking get to a Bakugo movie. <laughs> favorite character. The second movie is the closest you'll get to a Bakugo movie. I love Angry Pomeranian Boy. Yes. Wait, every, every fucking everybody loves Angry Pomeranian Boy. He went from uh, uh, uh from hated because he's like, yo, jump off a fucking roof, you fucking nerdy piece of shit, to Decker, yeah. you shitty nerd. To, took, I was gonna say it took like three episodes to do that. <laughs> Yeah, because, yeah uh, Horikoshi was like, yeah, I looking back, I shouldn't have made him like so fucking aggressive in chapter one. I'm like, yeah, fair. Well, he just oh! ang. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there was a weird noise going on outside, uh, and I was able to free my hand. I can now get up and get water. Nice. Yeah, you, my cat's still like laying down. Eternal prison. Yes. Uh, but yeah, fucking, uh, so, so you went from, yo, jump off a fucking roof, loser, to Deku, you shitty nerd, to, A, angry. Yeah. 
Yep. I literally can't even talk about like Bakugo's like latest character developments because this character continues to fucking develop uh, like throughout the thing, and so talking about a development is a fucking spoiler beyond him just yelling "Deku shitty nerd" after like telling him to jump off a cliff. I like how it turned from a rooftop to a cliff. Yeah. To be fair, episode one Bakugo would totally ki- uh, kick Deku off a cliff. Oh yeah, he would. And then he'd laugh about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I would kick Deku off a cliff. Everybody would kick Deku off a cliff. So would I. Fucking. Oh, my fucking back is killing me. Yeah, good good movie. Blah, blah, blah. Good visuals and shit. Bad visuals at other points. Like, there, there's a point where I was like, yo, that's where the budget went. <laughs> the budget. Because, like, like, the budget fucking went ham at some point. Like, prior to that in the movie. Because obviously, that in the movie, it's going to have, like, big budget. Obviously. You know. It's a, big, it's a big fucking sh- like top shonen bullshit. Final battle's gonna gotta look good, otherwise people are gonna be upset. But yeah, without really, without getting into the, the plot, I can't really like say much more about it. It's just a yeah, fun watch. It's fair. Like if you can, if you have like the chance to to watch it, and like it's not like super expensive at your fucking movie theater for some fucking reason, yeah, watch it. Otherwise, wait for it to be like online for some dumb bullshit like YouTube or whatever. Because for some reason, YouTube uploads anime movies after they come out. I can watch the entirety of the Fates of the Fates Day Night Heaven's Field trilogy on YouTube if I ever fucking want to ever again. So, in good quality, rather than fucking like garbage hyper-compressed bullshit I'll find on a pirating site. I don't know where that money's going though. Is it going to go to YouTube? Is it going back to the fucking two of a table? What's happening? Where's that money going, YouTube? Explain. Probably to the part to Google, part to the publisher. Yep. Hopefully. Uh, Probably the same as it would be just renting it on like Amazon. No, yeah, it's like super cheap uh, to, uh, to get uh, anime movies on YouTube. You also like have the option to rent newer ones, and then just like, but you only have the option to buy older ones, like uh, like Spirited Away, if if I remember right. Right. Or maybe they only give you one uh, one um, quality option. I don't remember. I just remember there being like less of an option when I was uh, going I know to get Spirited you Away. Rent on Amazon, Spirited Away. Yeah. For some fucking reason, I try to go to my movie section on YouTube, and it just it doesn't load. Like the the wheel doesn't even finish. It, like it starts and then it restarts. I have one movie I own on YouTube, and that's Talladega Nights. I have two. It's Ponyo and Spirited Away. I have one movie I own on YouTube. And that's The Breakfast Club. I literally own these um, movies because I wrote a f- uh, two essays on this shit. I own. Uh... Wow, my brain. Hold on. You own your. You do own your brain, though. You do own your brain. I own Repo the Genetic Opera on Blu-ray. Nice. Since we're talking about fucking shit that we own, I fucking own uh, the Great Sandman Saga of DBZ on uh, disc. <laughs> oh, I do. I do have actually a cool kind of thing. I own the original Star Wars trilogy on VHS in the gold box, so I have that, which is cool. Good shit. We used to own the first, uh, uh, the first Pokemon movie. I don't know what happened to it. No, I think no. we might have owned the first three. I know we definitely had the Mewtwo movie. I, I own a box. Don't remember what the fuck happened to it. In fact, I'm looking at the box at it right now. I own a DVD box set containing The Breakfast Club, uh, <laughs> 16 Candles, and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> I like 80s movies. 
Fair. <clears throat> Only movies I have physical is the Lord of the Rings Extended Edition. Bueller. Fucking nerd. Yeah, you're Bueller. right. Bueller. Fuck Ferris Bueller. What? You don't like Ferris Bueller? They're fine. Okay. Good movies. I'll accept this. Just not, not as good. I also There's own the, the Star Wars Complete Series box set. Yeah. Yeah, but are they the original VHS tapes? <laughs> No, I wouldn't want those. I couldn't watch them. Well, okay. To be fair, I do kind of want to get the actual box set, but it's nice to have as a collectible item to be like, I have this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And one day when you're really broke, those VHS tapes are worth a lot of fucking money. I mean, yes, but they also carry a lot of sentimental value to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. That's more important if they do have sentimental value. But if you ever find another set at like a yard sale or some shit, you know. <laughs> Fucking uh, right. so I was look, so I have the fucking like like box that the first Pokemon movie came in, and I, I don't know where the disc went. Like I have it in my room, I don't know where the disc went. You want to know the shittiest move I ever pulled? What? Mm. I had a friend loan me the first like series of Pokemon on VHS, like the bitch. Episodes. You're a whore. What are on this the, last leave, day, the last day of school. He never got those back. Let me guess. It was like the last day of middle school or something. Elementary school. You motherfucker. He did not get you, those. Back. You absolute bitch. Those belong to me. Levi confirmed subhuman. Yep. We knew that already. Mm-hmm. We did. He likes the McRib. I fucking <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, Imagine yeah, liking right. the McRib. Oh, we've come full circle. <laughs> you know, you know what yeah, I yeah. thought about doing? Hmm. Just as like a meme, is ordering them and doing like a mukbang in my car. <laughs> but doing it like really nasty. <laughs> like, like slurping up the barbecue sauce and shit. <laughs> just just order, prop your phone up on the dashboard. Mm-hmm. Like, Levi, <laughs> Levi, I will go with you to order 20 McRibs to watch you just no, yourself. not twenty. Do you do you want Levi I mean, to die? Like you, the man is gonna be stuffed up them, and unable. He's gonna be unable have, to shit for weeks. If I don't have to pay that money, the answer is yes. Deal. Levi's either gonna Deal. fucking Levi's either gonna die or he's gonna transcend into something fucking like beyond humanity. He's either going to turn avocado. He's either gonna turn into a block of shit or he's gonna become liquid shit. There's no other alternative. <laughs> Sentient pile of shit. We will do so you know the McRib. I will pay for the McRibs. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt the the McRib is a living being. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, that. same. <laughs> I think the only reason I'm pretty sure that thing's a parasite, and the others that people like like the McRib is because it's made its way into their brains. It's straight up a symbiote. They, they keep like a creature underground that for two months out of the just, year they go stop. chop all its parts off oh, to turn I into the McRib. You didn't, so it's fine. You know, I need this to be a fucking like horror story. I need somebody to like actually make like make this scary story to tell in the dark volume twenty eight. Did you know ten thousand McDonald's employees disappear every year? Wow! Conveniently, no, it's it's three times a year. Conveniently, two weeks before the McRib comes back. Oh, I fucking hate you, Levi. <laughs> fucking Jesus.
Uh, over the weekend, I went to a uh, card game event. Uh, fucking lost the first two rounds and decided to drop immediately because I'm not dealing with that <laughs> bullshit. I run one of the top two decks in the fucking game, and I'm not a bad player. And I still fucking just got my fucking shit wrecked because of a bad matchup game one. And then uh, just a fucking mistake in the in the mirror match. I was getting sacked game two. Oh no! Sounds uh, like for stuck. round two. And I was like, I was not. I'm not dealing with this. I'm just gonna hang with my friends. Yeah, get, I don't fucking see. Get good. Ninety like percent of the year. Yeah, just get just good. Get good. I've heard this new strategy. I'm so, I support good. you, Hadar. You did the best <laughs> you could. Oh, okay, McRib lover. Like no, like literally, like get, uh. So my deck's like entire point is like I hit stupid numbers and I get and I attack more than other uh more than other people, but I have like no like minimal defenses. Literally, the only defense I fucking have is from the fucking sixteen cards that you require to run, like in order to have a like tournament legal deck. They have good. They have good the defensive values on them. But that's the only defensive values I have. So I have less defense than literally everybody else that has shield on every fucking card that they run. Right? This fucking mm-hmm. deck... Uh, uh, and the other, only other defensive thing I have is... You know, I put this down, I discard a card, you can't hit me this this battle. Which, you know, everybody runs four of. Like, you know, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So I fucking... So I'm playing this fucking matchup. Fucking cat girl idol bullshit, right? Because the new fucking set came out. It's a bunch of idol bullshits of various different fucking flavors. We got cat girls, we got mermaids, we got a vampire with a bunch of ghosts. We got dragon girls, you know, the walking works. I really fucking hate this shit. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. For sure, it does this shit every fucking year, and it's always busted, and they, and it's always with a bunch of extra fucking dumb bullshit. And it's just otaku pandering, literally extra rarities just so they spend more money. We're not getting into it, even though I just got into it. But we're not getting further into it. Don't worry about it. Anyways, so the deck, so the deck is just like, okay, swing small, swing small. Okay, swing. Uh, if I this hits, it does two damage. I restand my board. I get power for everything I restand it. Also, you cannot perfect guard me. And I'm like, excuse me? What the fuck am I supposed to do against that? Die. Guess I will. And it's especially, it's especially bad because the because the tiny swings, like, it, I'm wasting like shield value by using like my big my big defensive cards. But that's all I have. I'm wasting like res- like valuable resources because of this due to due to how my deck like is built, due to how it's like built to be made, how it's made to be built, right? So the entire thing is just a horrible fucking matchup. And then, uh, so I fucking lost that shit. And then, uh, round two in the tournament, I fucking, uh, like, won game one. Game two, I fucking brick cityed. I couldn't see fucking anything. This man's hit literally every fucking thing. There's a built-in, like, randomized mechanic where, like, you know, you swing with your fucking dude. And you reveal, like, t- like two cards in order. And if, like, there's a, t- and then there's these cards, which are those 16 cards I mentioned. They have an effect to go off if they're revealed during this. Uh, among which, which you run eight, is this card that says "Deal more damage." And there's another card that's uh, that's uh, unique for every like of the five nations and shit. And the one for the my fucking deck says all your shit can fucking do the same thing that you're doing right now. So you get to just plus four off this shit for no fucking reason, and it's way more fucking dangerous. And you get your fucking shit wrecked in. So I literally like okay, uh, turn one. Ride the fucking gray one, pass because I can't do damage. 
um, the, my fuck, the fucking opponent was like, okay, do the thing, do the thing, call, top call, oh hey, it wasn't fucking garbage, swing, big motherfucker, my rear guy can fucking like check, do checks as well, hit crit, you're three damage now, you just started the game, you're halfway to dead, fuck off, I'm like, I don't have any guard, I cannot fucking protect myself, and I just fucking die. Get wrecked, loser. Yeah, I'm trying to explain this as like as simply as possible, like to somebody who does it to people, to people who don't know these game mechanics. But just literally the entirety of game two was against me, and then game three, like I made a mistake by like not switching up my strategy like the turn prior. I did like a turn too late to be able to like do the thing. Like I was like brick sitting with in, ter- in terms of like what he had on the board, but his checks were like good, so he still did like big damage and stuff. Like so, if I had like a turn prior decided to focus on his board and making sure he can't do shit against me, I've been fine. Legitimately, I got him to the point where he had nothing in hand and one card on board that could swing. That's two cards on board that could swing and nothing in hand. But because I did it too late, he, like I had to like you know, okay, now it's your turn, and I'm like okay, I just not having a fucking guard. I guess I fucking die. I fucking hated everything. So I was like, okay, uh, quitting uh, this tournament that spent $20 to enter. I was going to hang out with friends that I don't see. Yeah. Yeah. It's what you do. It's what you do. Fucking bullshit, let me fucking tell you. Uh, meanwhile, uh, on the other hand, I'm like, oh, I just didn't bring the uh, my deck for the, uh, for the uh, fun game that I play that's way fucking better built and that I enjoy more nowadays. Uh, because I didn't want to get robbed. Because I always get robbed at events. The fuck? <laughs> My chair. Card crazy. players are horrible people. They're robbing, like, thieving pieces of shit. Motherfuckers walking around with $300 decks minimum, usually. There's gonna be motherfuckers who are just like, mm, I'm just gonna walk by this table, you grab that fucking box, you sell it immediately so nobody can track it to me, walk up the door... Yeah, Sounds shit like that. Not fun. How's Gotcha going for you? I quit. Remember? I know. <laughs> but you you done done? You you didn't? I uninstalled every Gotcha game and my fucking phone outside of Symphogear XDU English version because the servers don't exist anymore. So I literally can't play the game, <laughs> and I just want to have it like on my fucking phone because it's literally impossible to download it again. We're proud of you, Hadar. Very. Thank you. Thank you. I'm keeping. I'm still keeping up with like how FGO is going and stuff. This is currently the rerun of last year's Guda Guda event. We don't know if there's gonna be a new Guda Guda event. Probably gonna be right after this. It's they're really cutting it close this year with a, like events and stuff. Like it is weird. There might not be enough for uh, for like a Christmas rerun if there's because there's, there's a confirmed new event this year, and we're pretty sure there's supposed to be a uh, story event. This year as well. So we were just very confused. I don't fucking care. I mean, I do, like, story-wise. But I don't care with character availability-wise. So, because I don't play anymore. Yeah, Adrian, did you hear about that? Hmm? Did you hear about I don't play Gotcha anymore. No, I didn't. Hadar quit his gambling addiction. Dude, we're very proud of him. I'm so proud. Let's go to Las Vegas. I mean, um... (laughs) Adrian! (laughs) Why? 
<laughs> I would do better Las Vegas than I would in a gacha game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. With Las I'm Vegas, I'm looking at what I have fucking on me, and I'll be like, yeah. okay, uh, I'm once I drop below this threshold, we walk on the fuck out. Yep. Proud, proud of you, Hidara, for quitting gotcha. I go above gotcha. the threshold, I'm walking out, which is not yeah, something you can do with gotcha. Exactly. I mean, you kind of can, but be like, okay, I got the one copy of the of the one in 100 chances. We can stop here now. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you all. Yep. Gamblers Anonymous. <laughs> Any other vices you've taken up to replace it? Uh, no, I still play card games, but I haven't exactly been like buying cards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also, Digimon's just like a cheaper card game anyway. And I'm thinking of maybe just straight up quitting Vanguard. I'm not sure. I don't know. I just haven't been getting like good luck recently, and I haven't been feeling like I don't know enjoy the game as much as I used to. I don't know. You participating in No Nut November? Fucking sorry. <laughs> Non-stop yeah. Nut November, like a fucking recent or done. I already, I already. I mean, I mean, how else are you gonna frost the donuts? Right. Look, I yeah. always, I always fail No Nut November because November first, I just absolutely forget about No Nut November. It's a meme anyway. I don't think yeah. there's a single person who does. Well. There certainly no, are. No, no, there's, 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 there's people yeah, out there. There's people right. out there. There's probably one. There's no, pro- there's more. There's more than one. There's there's <laughs> there's there's a, there's a whole little community, I'm sure. Yep. I mean, no fap is a thing. So, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Now okay. we're we're, we're um, all nonstop nut November. Advocates. Yeah, that's literally yeah. I'll I'll masturbate nonstop throughout November. I'm masturbating. Right now, actually. Oh. Thanks for. <laughs> oh, no. oh. Sounds like Finana during the fucking when she was going Bro. in during that fucking maid stream. That's a hundred percent Finana at all times. Um, no, look, no, but legitimately though, like she was having a fucking like drunk uh, stream with uh, Elira, and then they were going over to uh, Pomu and Rosamie's stream where they were being maids and shit, and like Finana just drunk her for fucking ass by this point. Like you can fucking tell. Like there, she's making questionable noises and oh shit, and then fucking like Elira starts doing the fucking like you know Goshijin sama bullshit, and Infinana literally says, "I'm gonna cool." <laughs> Probably is a joke. I hope it's a joke. Boy, <laughs> she's just making very questionable noises, and she is drunk, and she is Finana. Finana is a special one. Say sont. Say so and. Finana is a weird individual. She's I don't like understand. Horny, horny fish. Very horny. Yeah, fish. I don't understand how somebody can be like this and get that character. She wants to get her uh, her fucking re- permanent retainers removed so that she doesn't hurt anyone. <laughs> did, you, did you? I I don't know if I sent the clip in the chat, the Nienner's clip mm-hmm. of her getting called out while playing the Jackbox game. Yep. Does someone yep. <laughs> reads out a message talking about I like to watch Overwatch porn in Edge for two hours? Cry. <laughs> and then Neander's just like, you weren't supposed to read that. <laughs> you weren't supposed to read that out loud. Neander's, please. <laughs> Neander's, please. Like, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> Speak of the Shoujo girls, I sometimes question who's worse between Fnana and Mel. Mel Christ. is 
like super pure compared to fucking Finana. Finana is literally like I, somebody please fuck Finana. Yeah. Finana needs to get some. Finana needs some some uh PP or artificial PP. Whatever what some big PP energy. Whatever she can get at this point, I'm pretty sure. I'm like, pretty sure she I'm pretty sure she's fucking by. Oh yeah. yeah she she said she's by on stream. Has yeah. she? Good yeah. For her. Fanana, uh, the for world her. is your toilet. Please get some fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Please get some fuck. She she's fucking playing Yakuza Zero and she and she was like, thank you, and she fucking saw Kiryu. So thirsty oh. for Papa Kiryu. Speaking the of fucking Papa. showers. Just, uh, time to wrap up. I hear the beep of an incoming father. <laughs> I don't like that term. Incoming oh. father. So you got anything to wrap up with, Adar? No, my week has been very, very work focused. Uh, I oh yes, one last thing. I was able to get my um, all my fucking shit in for my application for my master's program on time. Awesome, so, great to hear. Yeah. Awesome. So you know now it's up to uh, whether they feel that uh, that I'm good enough to get an interview or not, because it's basically like applying for a job. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. All well, right. go check out the Discord down below. Bye bye everybody. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Shit.